0: to be here. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can use it. Fun he can prove
1: it. Well tomorrow's just a song way. A song way. A song way. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And, I'm Kyle, and Kyle joining us today from the Superiority Complex. You remember podcast. Yes. Yes It's the creator
2: the Sure creator. The host Sure Are
1: you the host of it and Yes you have I am
2: I'm like my, my co-host now is John Sandy The great John Who mm-hmm. introduced me to the Kinks really Oh cool So you know Shout out to John Sandy And and then I have rotating guests that come in I'm, I'm Not unlike uh, Rock Solid And do
1: I give you Do I give you real last name Or do I give you a fake last we do name
2: our, We do our f- fake last name Which is Del Mario.
1: Okay so my my co-host today is uh, my guest co-host? My stage name. Stage name is Mario Del Barrio
2: You like that? Yes, I do. Rhymes.
1: Now, let me tell you. I might something.
2: have to change that come Tuesday, but you'll have already heard this. <laughs> I was just
1: going to say we're recording this uh, right now on November sixth, and I assume uh, in three days you'll have been deported.
2: Oh sure. So when Wait, this... do I get till January? How does this I don't work? Know.
1: I all I know is by the time this drops, you'll be listening to it on some pirate radio yeah, yeah, yeah. station off somewhere off the coast of off the coast yeah, of Tijuana, Tijuana, right? mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> out in Cabo. Um, I'll be down in Puerto Novo eating lobster <laughs> and tunneling my way back. <laughs> Do not tell Trump about the existence he of He doesn't Trump.
1: know about shovels. He doesn't know.
2: Of he course doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't Why would he know about shovels? No, he
3: doesn't
1: know anything like that. He, he just,
3: thinks a shovel is just to, to get a small piece of
2: land on for a photo. <laughs> he, doesn't know, he doesn't know you can actually. And scissors are only for cutting ribbons yeah. on soon to be uh, abandoned. Uh, I have hotels. the biggest scissors, they're gold. Shout out to my mom who loves that impression.
1: <laughs> uh, Mario, you are back because you and I have a love for the Kinks that is grander than any love we have oh, for, for our wives for our or wives, children. children. yeah, sure. and because you know, I, I feel like you know the Kinks more in depth than any of my rotating co-hosts. I bet I'm sure Siegel probably knows them. Uh, the best outside of me, mm-hmm. but i don't but he doesn't know them deep, 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 deep,
2: deep, like you know them well, I appreciate that, I think yeah.
1: now uh, Murray, I'm sure Murray will text me and go, I know the kinks dude, yeah, yeah, and I'll delete it like I always do
2: well, I appreciate you well I'll tell you what when you first uh called me up to do this, I was very nervous I'm still nervous a little bit, but uh come on,
1: we're friends, I
2: know, but it's ridiculous. Uh, I listen to the show, so to to be able to sit here and oh, okay, listen, I see you and when you, when I listen to people like April Richardson and mm-hmm. her, her intimate knowledge of Bowie and things like that. I, it's you know it's it's those are some big shoes to fill. So you're saying you But I do you love have the to Kings. be
1: as knowledgeable about the Kinks as uh, as the other people are about the band. Yes, they like. exactly. <clears throat> you brought you have a book with you God Save book. the Kinks?
2: I did bring a book God Save. It. This is the one I referred to last time. It's a biography by Rob Jovanovic. So check it out. I had to buy this on on the Amazon. There it is. I'm holding it up for the imaginary camera. Oh, nice. Hey, like that. So I'm checking. I'm really checking, good
1: book. Checking the past history. Yes, our, our last Kinks episode was May 12th of this
2: year. Yeah, we because Trump was in the uh, in the ether. Yes, Trump was in the room. It felt like yep. two Trumps <laughs> dueling. Trumps. This one will drop on December 15th. Yeah. So ma- so let me get my happy Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. happy birthday to me. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. And uh, get out. And I hope you voted.
1: Yep. Yeah And uh, how old were you be Do you
2: mind telling that 45 That's nothing That's right The That's baby the cult. I'm the colt This is my year of the colt A baby. Last baby. year was the magnum This year's the colt What are these What
1: are these Year of the monkeys 42. What are these What are these What are these, what are these? Well, 42 is the
2: Robinson <clears throat> These are just I, I name every year
1: Oh you name the, These aren't yeah. like, These aren't in a book no, This no, is no, your no, personal name Colt
2: 45
1: Kyle how old are you 27. So
2: what Jeez is, Louise. What, I know. So,
1: what is 27?
2: Well, he's part of the club. 27 club. club. I gotta, yeah, the 27
1: I club. I got to do something
3: before the it. end of the year in case I die.
1: <laughs> Tax it. This is it. <laughs> I don't know. I got to be honest. I don't know what you guys are talking about. 27 club. I don't know what that is. Jess Chaplin. Hendricks. Yeah. Oh. Amy Winehouse. Okay. This is weird. This is really weird because this book. I just wanted to talk about this book. <laughs> Where did you pull that out of, <laughs> he <just> out of- <laughs> <laughs> And here's a rabbit. Uh, the tw- speaking of the 27th Club, um, there's a book I'm holding in my hand. I have three copies of this to give away. This is written by Chris Formant. It's called Bright Midnight, and it is about Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. There you go. And yeah. what if those people were actually murdered? What if uh, what if someone was actually murdering them? This is a novel. Oh, and I have three copies of this to give away. Mario, you looked at you look like oh, is this like a real yeah, yeah. real book? Well, it is a real book, and but then it's you just, said the murder part. But it's an, it's I a tuned novel, out. <laughs> and um, I have three copies of this to Kidding. to give away. These were sent to me from uh, Moss Media. And uh, let me read, I'll read you a little bit about this. Read that copy. Let me read you this. This is uh, this is a quote from Greg Feinberg, award-winning producer and director of Deadwood, True Blood, and Twin Peaks. And he says, Bright midnight is an unexpected gem of a story. The ingenious, mm, hi, the ingenious weaving of historical accounts and clever vignettes with descriptions of advanced forensic technology unlock a set of startling revelations that will leave readers reeling at the end. Bright Midnight is Rock and Roll's Da Vinci Code. Wow. So, and everybody, I've got... Um, I've I got, want to read that now. I've got three copies to give away. Well, here, I'll give you one. I'll give Kyle one, and I'll throw, throw the other one in the trash. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, why don't
2: you read the other one? I don't have time to
1: read it. <laughs> uh, no, I have three copies of this to give away. I'm not giving one to Mario. I'm not giving one to Kyle. Uh, they're not autographed, so are uh, the, uh, the Rock Solid Are we going to do trivia? Person do trivia? i going to trivia? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a trivia question. Um... Other be. than Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison, name another person who's 27 that's sitting at this table. If you answer that question um, and, uh, and include your address, uh, I'll send you one of these. First three people, All right. right I'll, out of the board. If you can name that fourth person, I'll give you guys a hint. It's he's mine. not. He's not in rock and roll. What do you, do you think you know who it is? I think I might know
2: who it is, but I've read all the Sherlock Holmes stories, so I haven't. Right, unfair. so advantage. you're good. You. I'm haven't. not going to say anything. I all don't right, want to. Cool. I don't want to ruin. I'm it.
1: stumped. One, mo- <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> One more quick announcement, yes, sir. Uh, because by the time this drops uh, on December 15th, I think I think we're in the clear to announce this that uh, Rock Solid will be coming to the 2017 San Francisco Sketch Fest, and we will be there. Yes, we will be there for two shows. One will be Friday, January twentieth, and one will be Saturday, January twenty first. Kyle will be at both. Very shows. nice. Uh, the other show, it'll be me and Kyle, and I cannot yet tell you if I may. Who
2: will be there? What I think the people are clamoring for mm. is that nineteen eighties Kinks, the third part of the trilogy. <laughs> I really feel like yes. that would go over. That would go live. great <laughs> live
1: at this. Well, you know yeah. what? I'm just if, saying. If Ray could be our guest, then I, we would do that. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, if Ray couldn't, Ray, you know,
1: I mean, who would we get? I just want to tell you something. If that ever happened, like if Ray Davies was my guest at a live show, you would be called upon to be the co-host.
2: We've already met him. We did meet him. We met him outside of the... the, um, Meeting is a strong word. Yeah. He said, uh, (laughs) uh, I just said, oh, lovely, lovely. And then... I had, I handed him, thanks to Pat, we got to get an autograph, and I handed him my picture disc of face-to-face, and he said, oh, look at these handsome lads, or something, <laughs> I mean, he signed it.
1: Now, I forget, did we see Dave before the last record,
2: Dave Davies? Yeah, Ooh. we did, we did. And so, and mm-hmm. so we already talked about that, mm-hmm.
1: and I'm an old man.
2: Yeah, because we, uh, we talked about how we didn't get to see Mark Hamill, we didn't realize right, he was right. there. Damn it. You know what amazes me? Let's get off, let's get off music for a second. What amazes me is, you're my age, Pat. We remember what a tool this guy has been since the mm-hmm. 80s, mm-hmm. since forever. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be president.
1: You're a lot younger than me,
3: actually. If, like, 15 years ago, <laughs> yep, when you were watching The Apprentice or whatever, yeah. and someone was like, he's going to be a nominee for president in 16 years, you'd be like, shut up.
1: I know. <laughs> then guy. I would have went. Uh, I would have went. There and killed him
2: it's exactly <laughs> like back To the future when he says who's president in the future And he says Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan Yeah
1: it's exactly yeah. what it's Except like Except this is they like they go the <laughs> asshole <laughs> <laughs> But this is even worse this is like If someone would have said who's president and you would have Said Biff
2: <laughs> That, is true. that is true Biff is a bully also I do want to say Really quickly um, You guys have great fans and ever since I was On the show and you I don't know how many crossed Over to my podcast mm-hmm. but I got a lot of Followers on Twitter that's cool. Who are, who are fans of Rock Solid. So thanks to you guys. And shout out to Ron Amboyo, who was the, that's the name I think of. Yeah. Right. He always yep. tweets a ton. Tweets a ton. And then Owen Harrington, thank you for your angry tweets about <laughs> when are we going to do uh, part two? Well, here it is. Here it is, Owen, in December.
1: <laughs> we I, look, I just tweeted that you were here. Let's see if people already have responded. They don't
2: care, Pat. They care uh, about you.
1: Yeah. You like the tweet <laughs> I just did.
2: I did. I was sitting here not you paying attention it? to you.
1: Um,
2: I always everything you say immediately. I like it unless it has to do with politics.
1: Uh, everything's yeah okay. Well, Wrongo wrong Boyo isn't here yet. What? No, Not yet. He might be. He might he be asleep. Might right. be asleep. He might not have uh, set the clock. The time back, change. Or whatever you supposed to. We've do.
2: traveled into the future.
1: <laughs> no, we traveled into the past. Right. Okay, so and we're going to travel way in the past right
2: now, Mark. We're going back Segway. to 1970.
1: Kyle, how are you doing? You're good. fun. You just saw Doctor Strange, so you got a mystical boner for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have? Let me ask you something. Do you is your penis wearing a cloak right now? <laughs> it is. Okay, and excellent. gloves. Uh, okay, let me tell you something about the kinks in the 70s. They released one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven albums. Wait, are you in the serious? Because I think I only have three. Here. That's more than <laughs> no, no. They have 11, 11 albums in the seventies. It's more than one a year. I know because one year, it, uh, one year they released couple ten. Years, two, yeah, <laughs> one year they released ten, and then they waited eight years and released. Well, I know the one year.
2: I, there's a reason we didn't count one. One's a soundtrack. Song, yeah, man. but but there is a great song on it. There though, is. Yeah. There's
1: actually two great songs on it. Well, but,
2: hopefully we didn't pick the same two. Songs. And
1: it's so funny that we talked about uh, cloak around a penis. Yes, Yes. Okay. that's right Let's jump into
2: Transcendental Boners is the name of my next fantasy football <laughs> team Thank you guys
1: Let's jump into 1970s Lola versus Power Man and The Money Go Round Part 1 Still waiting on Part 2 Still waiting on Part 2 <laughs> Will that ever happen?
2: Uh, I feel like Hot Sauce Committee Part 2 by the BC Boys, their last album mm-hmm. I feel like that was really That was really that was this really, Part 1? Yeah,
1: yeah. That was the Part 2 mm-hmm. this Part 1? Because
2: they're both two of my favorite bands So I think... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this album was released in uh, late in the year, November of 1970. This was on... They were on Reprise, which was uh, an offshoot of Warner Brothers in the US. I think this was their one and only album for Reprise. Why'd they only do one? I think then they jumped over to RCA.
2: Yeah, they weren't with Pi anymore. No, then they went to they R- weren't. In
1: the, U- in the UK, they were still with Pi.
2: Oh, you know what? <clears throat> I never thought of that. I think that's why they... Um... This album doesn't turn. If you find like you can find compilations of like the Arista years. Yes, and yes, but this the is the Arista, like this yeah. is like its own thing. Yeah. And if
1: there if there are songs off this album, they are their live versions, not like the studio tracks.
2: You're absolutely right.
1: Now I'm going to say this album contains possibly nudity. Yeah.
2: Definitely nudity. <laughs>
1: This has the one of the top four most recognizable kink songs of all or time. Or just,
2: k- I think, just rock and roll songs. Rock and roll songs. Uh,
1: but we're actually not going to play that until the end. This is going to be our playout song.
2: Okay. And uh, so let me, I, you, you mentioned so, that I sh- in the text. Yes,
1: I sent you a text. and yeah. said, don't pick that
2: song. I only was able to get.
1: Do I even say the song? I should say the song. No, don't say it. Don't even say it. Let's I, do
2: what Ray does when he's live, because well, he always kind of teases it. Mm-hmm. And then he'll
3: It's also in the title of the album
1: Weird <laughs> Oh that's right That's yeah. right that's Let me right. see You know it's what power man Let me see if I can Maybe if I can Let me see if I can Pull my guitar app up And, weird and, Al, and tease
2: it Weird Al Yankovic is uh, <laughs> The weird Whoa what's that That's my guitar That's my That's You have a guitar app?
1: Oh, that's it, it. Doesn't sound at all like it, does it? No, that okay. sounds terrible. Well, because they're I, I, probably I, not the right notes. No, I needed. To, <laughs> I needed to open tune. I probably need to open tune that.
3: And maybe why? Because it's just not the you, right notes. You know, I don't play
1: guitar. <laughs> I only play phone guitar. It's GarageBand. Get it? It's fun. Drive your wife crazy. I don't have. a... am uh, not an Apple guy. I'm sure you can get it. It's not uh, an Apple only app. I don't think. I think
2: it is. Probably
1: is. Well,
2: fuck you guys. Yeah. Well, n- listen. I'll- I'm, I don't have nothing against Apple. I just don't have one. All right. Here we go. Mario. Yes, sir. Let's start out.
1: Uh, I love this album. This album is, uh, most of the albums in the 70s are concept albums.
2: Yeah, this is sort of a concept album, yeah. and it, it deals with with Ray dealing with... Management. With management. Mm-hmm. But there are some other, some, <clears throat> some little segues into into other areas. Um, do you want to kick it off, Pat? I mean, you're no, the host. No, I think
1: you should kick it off. You're the well, guest.
2: I love the intro to this um I think it's just track one on Lola. I think I have it as, as track one on the on the list there, Kyle. And this, uh, if you get the, the re-release, it's actually broken into two, or mm-hmm. it's, it's one. Um, on the original release, it's broken into two. It's the intro and then a song called The Contenders. Right. But um, let's listen to just the intro because it, it gives you a little taste of what things are going to sound like on the next album, which is Muswell Hillbillies. Yes. But I like it. It's just a very nice little... Um, Little uh, quiet little intro to a really strange album. Is it in there? Is it playing? Is that... Oh, there we go. Gosh,
0: baby, don't you Gotta see what it's like.
2: That's it That's it just Very whole, nice
1: That's how You just want to give us a taste of just that Just a
2: little taste of how it goes in it. and then it, uh, it goes right into The Contenders which uh, which is a nice little contenders little, is great. little rocky song there
1: Yeah I really like this album a lot I, I really love this album And uh, I'm going to take us to track four Okay Which is oh, Get Back in Line
2: There you go Now I think of what
0: my mama told me said that it would never ever
1: Some of my clips are a little longer today because it's hard to get to the meat of these songs mm-hmm. with just thirty seconds or forty-five sure. seconds. I really so like this is going to
2: be a three-hour extravaganza. Maybe
1: it might be it might be long, but it's uh, well, we got eleven albums that we're going to play from.
2: Kyle just rolled his eyes. It's
1: insane. Kyle will like some of these songs.
2: Kyle likes all of these songs.
1: Kyle, do you like all these songs?
3: I like some of these songs. <laughs> We've only played two.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, that is a you really some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, get back in the lines a great song because it's it's really about someone struggling. To make a living as yeah. a musician, and he's talking about lining up to do a gig, and mm-hmm. the the music union guy. And <clears throat> remember, the Kinks weren't allowed to tour; they missed out on a lot of the '60s in America because yeah. they weren't allowed to tour because of the unions here. Yeah, and so Ray, I think, always kind of carried that. Uh, I think he still that carries grudge. that. Yeah,
1: I think he still does. Um, and then they killed Jimmy Hoffa, and, and they could tour. <laughs> It, it ever:
2: is that? What it was?
1: <laughs> it isn't until the '80s when they really become arena rock stars. Well, we're going to start the seeing
2: the end of that. We're going to start seeing that at the end of the towards are, the end of the yes, show. Yes, we are absolutely where they make that transition. But um, that is a that's a really heartfelt song, and I think you mentioned earlier that you were worried because a lot of these songs are a little bit more mellow in the '70s. Yeah. Um, but I think you'll see that Ray still has his. He's still a great songwriter.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And then the next time we do this for the '80s, it's all fucking bombastic rock and roll that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Destroyer. But,
2: but, but still heartfelt. Uh, my next track is one of my all-time favorite kink songs. Um, and I will say this about Lola. It's a great headphone album. Uh, if you have it and you want to listen to it with headphones on, there's a lot no, of... Why have headphones on right now? We, we all do. Oh, okay. Well, the kids, in case the kids are listening at home. Um, this song is called Ape Man, and this is a recurring theme with Ray, where he's kind of scared of the modern world and doesn't like the way things are going. And... Uh, this is a little song about him wanting to chuck it all away and live in the jungle. Do you have a cue up? or No, it's from the beginning.
1: Right, the beginning. We've got a guest here. Did you can hear
2: know? that crappy MG go by. <laughs>
0: Multiplying And they're walking around like flies, man So I'm no better than the animals sitting in the cages in the zoo, man Cause compared to the flowers and the birds and the trees I am an ape, man I think I'm so educated and I'm so
4: civilised Cause I'm a strict vegetarian With the overpopulation
0: and inflation and starvation and the cream
2: So great! That is, that's the ultimate thing. And one of the things I love about that is the keyboards of John Gosling, who mm-hmm. you're going to see, kind of becomes, a, a really huge part of the Kinks uh, in this in the seventies. I guess
1: we should say the lineup right now for yeah. uh, for this album was uh, Ray and Dave Davies, of
2: course, Mick Avery on the drums, the, the stalwart Mick Avery, right?
1: Uh, John Dalton is on bass now mm-hmm. because Pete Pete Quaife Qua- Qua- left
2: Qua- during uh, uh, Village Green.
1: Yes. And then we have uh, the aforementioned John Gosling on him. John the Baptist. They called him the Baptist because he Gosling. had long hair. Yeah, and then he lost it. He lost yeah, he, his hair like right in the middle, just like
2: right in the front. It yeah. was
1: like if you see those pictures from the '70s when um, Peter Gabriel would shave, yeah, his head back in the middle, mm-hmm. like a reverse, like a reverse mohawk. That's what Gosling <laughs> had. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what God gave him. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. Thanks a lot. But uh yeah, they're very the, the Kinks are hippies at this point. Sure. They are all and
2: you, if you if you listen to that song, that is a great sing along song. Yeah. That uh that is perfect for just And
1: if you think about this, let me tell you this. This is nineteen seventy. The Beatles are done and the Kinks now are gonna release eleven albums in this decade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that I think the I think not the Stones, the Beatles have released one album in the seventies. Let it be. Mm-hmm. And the Kings release eleven, and their career isn't even hasn't even skyrocketed yet. No, that's what's great. What are you looking at? How did you look up that guy's hair?
3: Yeah, he looks like uh, Dave Gruber
2: Allen. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, who was the counselor on uh, on uh, Freaks and Geeks? Yeah. Now I'm going to sing eighteen. doing an acapella version of eighteen.
1: <laughs> he also works at. I don't know if he still works at Largo, but he's works down at Largo. You can see him. Who? Dave Gruber Allen. Oh really? John Gosling from the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. All right. Let lost go. His hair. He might have lost motivation. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to my second uh, song from Lola versus Power Man and the Money Go Round. Uh, this is <laughs> part one. Part one. Okay. This uh, I think this was featured in a Wes Anderson movie. I think it was in the Darjeeling Limited. Yes, sir. This is a song called This Time Tomorrow. Love uh, it. Also the Kinks official liked my tweet from the other day I saw About that. this upcoming episode
2: So hopefully they're listening in December Hopefully they listen and they enjoy
1: it And they don't bring a lawsuit Because we played too much music Do you think we did? No
2: Well you're I, re- I really feel like you're gonna take the brunt of that So <laughs> Allegedly played Alleged- too much We today. allegedly
1: Ask me if we played any Kinks music today
2: Hey did you play any Kinks music People today? People tell me we didn't
1: <laughs> uh, Also um, I'll
2: sue them Okay <laughs>
1: In Darjeeling, uh, the first hundred days of uh, 2017 of this podcast, I'll be suing everyone. Yeah. Well, you grab them by the MP3. That's what you do. That's what you
2: do. Um,
1: he also, uh, Wes Anderson also used two other songs.
2: I was going to actually cop to one.
1: Strangers. If, and, yes. and we, do. Are you going to play one? Do you mind
2: if we play Strangers? I know we're only doing a couple of these.
1: Strangers and Power Man, but you're yeah. gonna, let's hear Strangers, then we'll move on to the next God, album. God, I
2: love, this is another great one. And this it one, is. I'll tell you later, Pat, after the, after the song we have a story did you mate did you make love to this song once mm. <laughs> solo <laughs> That's Dave Davies on lead vocals. That's why I wanted to throw that in there. Um, you'll, I, uh, Dave doesn't get as much solo time in the in the seventies, but he's still very present, and he does get to do a lot more guitar work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love those two songs. I love this time tomorrow and um, and uh, strangers because of the keyboard work. Uh, the Kings of, of
1: John the Baptist
2: Gosling. That's right. He, okay. the, the Reverse Mohawk.
1: Ryan Gosling's grandfather. It's true. It's true. It's not. <laughs> Kyle look up uh there's a film called Percy I want you to look that up so that you can read us the description of that film while yeah. Mario and I continue. I want to say that if you like Wes Anderson films and the way that you feel when you're watching a Wes Anderson film that is how I feel. That's the same feeling I have when I listen to the 70s Kink stuff. One of one He like that's like
2: he's like the perfect
1: guy to use the mm-hmm. Kink songs.
2: One of the things I always regret even though I love Rushmore mm-hmm. uh one thing it always filled me with a little bit not regret but I always felt like what if was his original plan for Rushmore was to use all Kinks songs. be amazing. And uh, I thought, wow, that would have really been a boon for the Kinks. Mm -hmm. But um, don't get me wrong, uh, the the, the soundtrack for Rushmore is fantastic. But it would have been great for somebody to use. Somebody needs to do that, just give the Kinks their due. Yep. Uh, Because you're going to hear And and I kind of wrote off some of the 70s stuff Because I love the 60s stuff so much
1: But since I made you listen
2: to it And it it was great I'm telling you, I found stuff that uh, It's great, it's just different It is, it's different And you kind of get out of that 60s vibe And you're like, oh, they're still writing great songs Yeah Um,
1: Like the way the Beatles changed with Sgt. Pepper And then into Abbey Road and Let It Be That's what the Kinks are doing for the entire 70s They're totally changing from that mm -hmm. Jangly guitar Three chord rock and roll type deal in the sixties, yeah, yeah, even though they they started to break away from that even at the end of, the but 60s. everybody else is now doing
2: that, yes, and they're <laughs> and just right. like, no we're done,
1: so the next uh, the next album it's a soundtrack album, so it doesn't counts kind of yeah, but uh it's for a film called Percy and Kyle, can you tell us what the film Percy's about
3: um yeah, sure, so uh <laughs> so uh, Edwin Anthony mm-hmm. played by high Will Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> is an innocent and shy young man Mm -hmm. who is hit by a nude man falling from a high-rise building while carrying a chandelier. Edwin's penis is mutilated in the accident and has to be amputated, and the falling man is killed. And then Edwin becomes the recipient of the world's first penis transplant. Mm -hmm. He receives a very large penis of the womanizer killed in the same accident. (laughs) With his his new bit of anatomy, Mm -hmm. which he names Percy... Edwin follows the womanizer's footsteps meeting all the all of his women friends before settling happily with the donor's mistreated widow.
2: So it's like the movie The Hand where the guy get the, he gets he he gets, he gets the a hand ex- transplant. It's like killer.
3: It's like Ghost Dad with a penis.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, you knew who was in that? Or, movie. or Bill Cosby's
2: life. <laughs> yeah. Which was amazing is I was watching how tightly Kyle's hand gripped the microphone when he was I know. talking about the, yeah.
3: You gra- grab him right by the percy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This no. is, uh, well, today Trump will be out there with um, with Nugent, so apparently he's going to grab him by the Danks with poontang. Yeah, I'll be tweeting that later. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so this album comes out in uh, 1971. It's um, Did they do the music for the sequel, Percy's Progress? I don't think they did.
2: There was a sequel?
1: 1974,
3: Percy's Progress. How's he doing? How is Percy doing then? Well, it doesn't seem to star any
1: of the same people. Does it star the same penis? A, it does If Percy's uh-huh. in it It's a
2: sequel Wait there's nobody From the original In the, in the sequel No This is like The Force <laughs> 10 of ne- From Navarro. This is like Halloween 3 Season movie. of the Witch uh, mm-hmm. Yeah Force yeah. 10 from Navarone Season of the Witch What's another one uh, Sequel with nobody From the original Future World
1: Sting 2 uh, Robocop oh, yeah. 3 What is that <laughs> Robocop 3 Yep oh, That's right Well, no the character Robocop's still in there Oh yeah and Well I Percy's think- still in this It's just different actors Well Whatever. That's what you meant. Uh I know I'm going to pick the song that you were going to play. Which one's and, that and one? And it's a fantastic. It's like one of my favorite King songs. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be wasted on Percy. Which
2: one? Are you, which one? Are you picking? God's children. Oh no! I have another one. Good. Holy good. Holy
1: balls. Holy balls. Let's Go hear, ahead. Let's hear God's. That's children. It's a great song. Kyle. Yawn more. <laughs> to hear what your song is well
2: i have a song that that's a beautiful song it is though. a beautiful song i love that song and uh again where do you put that in a movie about a, a guy with a penis i want to see the movie just to see how they fit the songs in is
1: the movie is it on youtube could we watch it on youtube after we record today can we watch <laughs> it right now um
3: it might be it is the first song so maybe it's when the serial philander is <laughs> falling out the window maybe
2: Serial Philander—that's my other, my other fantasy football team. Well, they opened for Foghat in 1974? <laughs> <laughs> What's your song, buddy? That joke always gets—I
1: know it never gets old. You're gonna
2: have to go down. It's—it's uh, it's like uh, Peter Pan. Please don't say you have to go down when you're talking about <laughs> Percy. Doesn't seem to. Oh wait. Oh. Yeah, it is. The full
3: movie. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. It's it Percy's Progress. <laughs> Percy's Progress is on there, but not Percy? Uh, no, neither of them are. This sounds there. like
1: a horrible movie anyway. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have Blu-ray, right?
2: <laughs> that's right. You got blue balls. Hey, Yay, right.
1: Percy. Suck my Percy.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go down there. I, it's way down uh, 19 on my list there, uh, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, I have 19 songs. Why guy. is why aren't they in order? Why is it the whole? Well, it Family? was, and I forgot that because I have a compilation. Computer. A c- I'm talking about my generation. <laughs> uh, it's track 19, and it's it's a song called Dreams. Okay, let's hear. I this. love this song.
0: Star, drive around in a big sports
1: car
2: totally forgot about that song. It's a great song when my daughter was little The reason I picked that song is when my daughter was little I used to sing you. Could be this. I used to sing it to a bouncer oh, cool. around. So well, I hope
1: you didn't also show her the film Percy. That was no, her favorite
2: God, movie. God no. <laughs> um,
1: God I no. had another song, but I, I had another song. We were not going to play it. It's the way love used to be. That's another great one. But, There's a uh, lot of hidden gems. Yeah, on Yeah, but this stuff. is such a non like Kinks album that I don't want to spend too much if time. If you on get,
2: it. I think uh, the what is it the the Legacy Edition of of Lola Yeah, of, has yeah. has like the. The combination Yeah, of it, it has too.
1: Percy The Percy disc thrown in As a Yeah, bonus. so just get that one Just get that Because you'll it. be buying Something worthwhile mm-hmm. And then you'll get some Gems some, on the other disc
2: Yeah, it's like Unreleased stuff highly, that
1: highly worth it Okay, now we're moving On to an album I think this is one Of your favorites
2: one of, my, one of my favorite albums yeah, uh, Because
1: one of the songs The song that kicks This album off That's your handle On Twitter
2: My Twitter handle So please follow me At 20th Century
1: Man And I did not pick that song Because I figured You would pick it
2: Well, I figured You would pick it but I have it on my list just in case you didn't Are we can start know, with that one? Sure, this why is, not? This
1: is the second it's album to come out This is completely self-serving This is the second album to come out in 1971 This is Muswell Hillbillies <laughs> There's some stuff happening back yeah, I like day. that though yeah.
2: The great thing about the Kinks is you will never have a better time depressing yourself.
1: Oh true <laughs> it can get it can get you down a little bit. I uh, Kyle, I want you to do me a favor. The cover of this album uh, was was photographed at a place called the Archway Tavern. Mm -hmm. Could you find out if the Archway Tavern still exists? It's uh,
2: it's not in Muswell Hill. It's it's nearby.
1: Yes, it's near two miles away from Muswell Hill. Now you went to. I think I might have. I think I've been. I think I might have been outside the Archway
3: Tavern. Still here. Still still existing. That's what it looks like.
2: Yes, I was outside that place. We'll put a picture of that up on the uh, website.
1: Oh, will we? (laughs) Hey. Don't you tell A-bombs what to do <laughs> A-bombs? Yeah, Andrew Rich, A-bombs and the reason oh, is we that call who him, it is? That's why we call him that is because he drops the notes
2: Shout out to Andrew Rich
1: mm-hmm. A-bombs dropping notes, oh, boom
2: By the way, Andrew Rich's notes about how you guys iced me Just made me laugh <laughs> like crazy that was kid's great. kid's funny He's hilarious He brings it He does Like Trump It's well worth the money in that kid Trump almost got assassinated yesterday <laughs>
1: You talking about? You didn't hear about that? This is December. So oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he almost got assassinated back in November. His,
1: but I saw they they mm-hmm. uh they pulled him off the stage. He yeah. ducked down like a fucking pussy. Ooh. He's a 20th century man. He doesn't want to be here. No. Doesn't want to be running for president. I, I that. love
2: that. By the way, I love how that song starts. Now I started dropped everything on these in this segment, all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of brought him in at um at uh The beginning. The beginning because these Especially in the 70s There's kind of a slow burn And it kind of gets going Are you
1: talking Every one of your songs Starts at the every, beginning Almost every one well, That sounds like Lazy preparation It is Let's hear a song <laughs> I, I am hear, Mexican I want to hear a song Called Holiday
2: Oh yeah. what, God, What's wrong you? with you No I love it what? This what? Is, I had this on my list And I'm glad you like it Mario might be having a stroke I, no, Or two. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I think that sun ain't never coming out. I'd rather be hot in that dirty old town. I had to leave the city, captain, and brought me down. Oh, it day. Oh, what a lovely day today. I think I'll get down on my little knees and pray. Thank you.
1: song just to give people an idea of how the kinks are doing on the charts at this time this album doesn't even chart in the uk and it hits number 100 in the u.s
2: and this is one of to me one of their best albums of the 70s um so what's your next song well, it? well first of all what i don't, know. What are you, what? I, don't know. I don't know
1: hey sit down why are you out of your seat
2: well i'm mexican don't touch kyle the emotions are for ethnic people <laughs> Don't touch Kyle, that's another one of my fantasy you guys are a treasure trove. Um, <clears throat> well, how many songs do you have from this album, Pat I have one more. all right. I have a couple well, I have one more Let's do um you, you and I talked Pat last time about how the 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 kinks are not afraid to be british
1: no they, they sing about they'll sing about a cup of tea. That's what
2: I want to hear about What is that was that your song? No okay, we're going to do uh, have a cup of tea <gasps>
0: She's raving, random. and she's always puffing and panting, and she's always screaming and shouting, and she's always brewing up tea. Grandpa is never late for his dinner, because he loves his leg of beef, and he washes it down with a brandy and a fresh made pot of tea, have a cup of tea.
1: I can fully admit that uh, although Mario and I love this, I can I can understand if there's a listener out there right now that is saying that's terrible.
2: You Did, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally have a couple of songs like this. Yeah. There's one coming up on Misfits where it's com- it's yeah. a completely indefensible song but I love it. Yeah.
1: So that this that's all fine to have those uh, to have those views. This was uh they were kind of doing like a country they kind of they were kind of doing a hillbilly type theme here and it was all
2: about how they were these they were from a poor working class yeah. area of London, North London, called Muswell Hill. Yeah, or Muswell Hill, and they yep. were sort of really you know working class people. So, so they're not. They were the Muswell Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, this song has a lot to do with um, with uh, things like you, that are essentially British, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but it's also a lot about how Dave or not Dave Ray is a really paranoid about the world he lives in. He has songs yeah. like acute schizophrenia paranoia blues and yeah. things like that. So he's
1: in his 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and he's already worried. But I yeah, right? Yeah. It's only going to get worse, right? Yep. <laughs> yes, Floyd Ray. Wait till you get to uh, wait till you get
2: to New Orleans and get shot, Ray. Yeah. In the leg. In the leg. Gets winged.
1: Uh, my next song is um do we call it tongue-in-cheek? Do we call it I, I, satirical? You don't even know what it is, Mario, so why are you... I know what it? it is. Skin and bone? Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear skin and bone, <laughs> and then we'll talk about it. Did you know it was skin yeah. and bone? All right.
2: I have it written down right here, and I knew... Oh, it has my name written next to it. Fab, was a than,
0: bitch. You ain't just about
1: It's a song about fat, flabby Annie.
2: She was incredibly big.
1: She weighed just about 16 stone. I don't know how much 16 uh, stone a is. I think the stone
2: is about 10 pounds. So she weighed 1,600 pounds? About 160.
1: Oh. She didn't weigh 1,600?
2: I don't think so, but maybe she was just really short.
1: Maybe a pretty big lady at 1,600. There you go. Yeah. The
3: stone is equal to 14 pounds. Oh. Okay, so 14 or times. Or 6.35 kilograms. Okay, 16 <laughs> times 14 then.
2: I'm not good with the maths, as the English would no. say.
1: He's got a calculator on there. He can't figure it out either. Look at him. His head's spinning. <gasps> 224 pounds. Off. 224 Which is about where I am right now. She's about 224 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're a pretty big lady, Mario.
3: Hey, hey, Mario? Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Del Barrio. Mario Del Barrio. Yeah, that's what Trump good. would call me.
1: Apparently, I'm not good with first names or, or last name. names. Or, am I Kylie? Or speaking. Kylie, what's next? <laughs> kalila
2: by the way if if I may if you there's an album called the songs we sang for auntie mm-hmm. which is the kinks live at the BBC it's a collection of all their live stuff yep. they do a great version of holiday and um, skin and bone
1: S- and yeah
2: it's I love the production on that because it sounds like he's singing into a tin can yeah 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 uh, it's really good That is cool it's a nice little touch are we
1: moving on or do you have one more from uh, I can Muswell. do one
2: more or we can move on you you tell me what you want to do how married are you to that one more song I, we can. I would just say I would recommend listen to alcohol. It's a great cautionary oh, tale. Alcohol is a great. It's a great song. I mean, that's all you need to know about that. All right,
1: let's move on to something uh, something unique, kind of for any band to do. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the Kinks were the first ones to do this in 1972.
2: The Kinks were the first band to do everything.
1: They released an album called Everybody's in Showbiz. Uh, it's got uh, two discs, two album set. That's right. First album is all new studio material. Mm-hmm. Second album is a live album.
2: Yep. I only pick stuff from the studio. Me too. Because I figured the live stuff was already covered in our last show. Good call. Plus, we're going to have a live album coming up in the 80s. That's true. That we're going to cover. Is that what we're going to do? One for the road? I think we should. That's, pretty, uh, That's a pretty one. great album. It is. Um, It's your turn. Well, let's do... Uh Let's do kick it off with the title track Here Comes Yet Another And this is Ray really lamenting The fact that he's A, a show You know he's in show business And he's yep. famous and, and this is the life of a rock and, and roll I star. picked
1: this as one of my songs And this is a great song It is Here's a rocker <laughs> And the drums. Mick
2: Avery underrated. Uh,
1: yeah, highly underrated. You don't even hear his name mentioned when nope. drummers are mentioned. By and he should be. They mentioned Charlie
2: Watts. Well, Charlie Watts is good. I like Charlie Watts, <laughs> but I think Mick Avery. They mentioned. They mentioned John Bonham Yeah, they always mentioned John.
1: Well, Neil Peart. Keith Moon. Ke- Keith Moon. Peter Ginger, Cr- Peter Chris.
2: Ginger Baker. They don't mention Peter Chris,
1: Ginger Baker, Ginger Baker. yeah. Mick Avery though is is solid. He is, and, um, and just because he you know he hit Dave over the head with a symbol, <laughs> symbol. I love
2: in that the story. middle of a show. It's what, a true story. The thing about Mick it's a true story is because they've all told it. They all have. Um, you have to remember Ray changes genres. I mean, he does. They do all of this, yeah. Different types of- they do English music hall and they do yep. all this t- different type, and he he keeps he, up. He keeps up with it. Yeah. So you know, shout out to Mick Avery. Is Mick still with us, I believe?
1: Yeah, he is. They play in a band called the Castoff Kinks. And I think, uh, Kyle, if you could look up the Castoff Kinks. Believe, I believe the uh, K.
2: I believe uh, John the Baptist is in it. Oh, you shut up with this <laughs> John
1: <laughs> the Baptist. And John Dalton. And John every time I've been to London, I've missed them by like a week. They either played the week before, or they were going to play the week after. And I'm so bummed because I'm sure that would be a, a very easy place to get signatures. Did
2: you get to see the Kinks musical while you were in London? I didn't. That- I didn't. Uh, I time. so badly.
1: Tell me about the cast-off
2: Kings. All right, so
3: past members: John Dalton, John Gosling. They're out.
2: They're out. Baptist they're out. isn't
1: in it anymore. What the fuck? Are you uh, sure this is a recent lineup? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so angry. You. <laughs> Who's in it? Dave Clark. From the Dave, Dave Clark Five. Clark from the Dave Clark. No, he couldn't be because Mick Avery plays drums, and so does Dave Clark. Uh, Was Dave Clark ever in the Kinks? No. No, this is a, this is a different Dave Clark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you this guy just Dave Clark. Next, you're gonna go, and Ringo stars in it, and we're gonna yell, and you're gonna go. It's a different Ringo star.
3: <laughs> Jimbo or Ro- er, Jim, not Jimbo, Jim Rodford. I like, mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Jim, yeah, Jim Rodford. Yeah. He was in the '80s Kings. He also plays with right now the Zombies.
2: I used to love Jim Rodford's answering, answering machine messages. Remember that they'd be like, "Mr. Rodford, uh, this is no, no, Joe no that's, that's Joe Jim from Wells Far- That's from the uh, Rockford
1: Files. It's a completely different thing." Oh, uh, Kyle, please. Uh, Ian Gibbons. I like the bit. Uh, yep. It's a good hit. Ian Gibbons, okay. <laughs> he was with the uh, he was at the 80s version of the Kinks. Throws <laughs> so I me mean, the uh, crumb. <laughs> and McAvery. And McAvery. We no no Dalton and no Gosling. Not anymore now. I'm glad I didn't see them.
2: I'm out. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not if John the Baptist isn't in it, why am I there? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was hoping to get anointed. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's, sure. uh, that's when you're like
3: sick and dying. That's what they do.
1: All right. Let's play another song off Everybody's in Showbiz This is also one of those kink songs That people forget about And then when they hear it They go, I always forget about this song It is a classic It closes out the album Side two Celluloid Heroes Oh yeah And this is going to be a long clip
0: Everybody's a dreamer And everybody's a star And everybody's in movies doesn't matter who you are There are stars in every city In every house and on every street And if you walk down Hollywood Boulevard Their names are written in concrete Don't step on Greta Carbo As you walk down the boulevard She looked so weak and fragile That's why she tried to be so hard But they turned her into a princess And they sat her on a throne But she turned her back on stardom Because she wanted to be alone You can see all the stars As you walk down Hollywood
1: Such a great tune. hmm So great.
2: Uh, again, I think that's one of those songs that, uh, like you mentioned, people forget it's the kinks Yeah. But it's also one of the ones where you realize that <clears throat> even at a later stage, Ray is still writing these really great, great songs that, about stuff that people wouldn't necessarily write about.
1: No, lyrically, melodically, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And uh, another song off this album I played a couple weeks ago when Siegel was here, I played Supersonic Rocket Ship. Uh,
2: that was one I had uh, yeah. picked, so we won't play that one. But I do want to play one that I think is one of the King's most beautiful tunes. Mm-hmm. Hot it's, Potatoes? <laughs> that's a good song. It is a good song. It's very funny. A
1: lot of songs about food. Ray writes yeah. a song or two about food.
2: Um, what's, He's I, very much like Weird Al in that way. The guy who does, <laughs> he, he did the, well he didn't do, we used his, song for our, theme show on, or for our theme song on Superiority Complex, a guy by the name of Rick Solemn. He's a studio musician here in L.A. And uh, we started talking about the kinks, and he said that's when he realized what a great songwriter was, or R- Ray Davies is, was when he heard this album. Mm-hmm. He said, this guy's writing about food. You know, it's poetry. <laughs> he's, like, making food. into. He's writing about food. Like, yeah. how many people could do that and making a catchy song? But we're going to listen to a, a song called Sitting in My Hotel, and this is probably one of the most beautiful uh, songs The Kinks ever did, and it's about a rock star Being on the road Thinking about his lot in life yeah.
0: If my friends could see me now Driving round just like a film star In a chauffeur-driven jam jar They would laugh They would all be saying that it's not really me Hey, but I'll be asking who I'm trying to be If my friends could see me now Looking out my hotel window Dressed in satin strides and two-tone daisy roots If my friends could see Sitting in
2: Francis on the trumpet trombone <laughs> Jim Lang's gonna come on in a second <laughs> i'm gonna get uh I feel
1: bad for the woman that would have to choose from one of the three of us on uh, the day. What are you game. talking
2: about what
1: if, if the- i mean i feel i feel so i feel I would feel so. Amazed if a woman got to yeah. Choose. When you're
2: brown, they want to stick around, Pat. That's that's our. <laughs> <laughs> if you're white, they want to take flight.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, that is not okay.
2: Yeah, they want to move out to the summer. <laughs> move out to Irvine.
1: We're gonna uh, next. We're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna move on to now. These two albums. These next two albums coming up. I don't. I'm not that into these two albums.
2: I. You know what? It's funny. I wasn't for the longest time, and uh, listening to them again for this show, kind of. Brought them back for me. I'm, I'm still not sure the message. It was a. It's a. Con, it's like a. It's a concept album in two parts. And it's about. It's basically about ecology and about again Ray's um, obsession with the idea that the rural English English, English <laughs> the rural English countryside, English countryside yes. is being. Uh, torn asunder to make way for you know industry and, yeah. and condominiums and things like that.
1: So in in 1973 he releases Preservation Act One, which is a single album, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sell well. It doesn't do well. So what does he do? He follows it up the next year with Preservation Act Two, and that's a double album. Why not? <laughs> so he's like throwing the finger out like mm-hmm. you know what? You didn't get it last time. Maybe you'll you, get it this time. Do you think they were maybe already written,
3: and maybe it was Acts One, Two, and Three, and he put Two and Three on. I haven't heard that, but one that, out, one that very that
1: sounds, well could that be. That sounds like a good idea. That sounds that doesn't sound bad. Please turn your microphone. Off. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that sounds like a good. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I actually agree with the kid. You know what? I like three act structure: beginning, middle, and end. The yeah. kid writes he, writes. he writes. He lets Murray read his scripts. Won't give them to me. <laughs> you don't have time to read anything. I would read your script. You're my nephew. Oh, okay. Wait, you guys are Murray, related. Murray's not even your friend, <laughs> and you let him read it. <laughs> You didn't know he was my nephew?
2: I knew that. What what superhero combo has uh, uncle and nephew? Is there any is there any superhero? Well probably Electra Woman and Dina Girl, for sure. <laughs> would be that's who we would be. Right? Which one would use Dina Girl?
1: Aquaman and Aqualad, of course. Mm, is he a nephew? No,
3: no Aqua is um, Black Manta's son. Super yeah. super girl.
1: Not in the old on the, uh, the super friends. Yeah, he's just like a kid. Well, Aqualad was a fancy boy back then
2: <laughs> Percy <laughs> yeah, was was Percy. Percy.
1: Um, let's get back to the kinks Let's get back to the kinks Preservation Act 1 I only picked one song off of it
2: I have a couple actually
1: Well that's good Because you probably have this song This is Sitting in the Midday Sun I do have this song Alright let's hear it I'm sitting by the side of a river
0: Underneath a blue sky I've got no need to worry I'm in no hurry I'm looking at the world by Jesse
1: When they, toured with, when they toured with these albums, this was like a big, crazy production, mm-hmm. right? They would do characters. Yeah, uh, the,
2: Mr. Flash Mr. was Flash, the villain. Yeah, yeah and Ray and was R- Mr. Flash. Ray would come out dressed as Mr. Flash, who was there to just buy everything up. and Yeah,
1: throw money around. Mm-hmm.
2: It's basically Donald Trump. This is basically, Trump the musical. Yeah. They
1: call me Mr. Flash. <laughs> Look, I will be suing Ray Davies for his highly successful Preservation Act Part 1. And I'll be suing the
3: character, The Flash,
1: for taking my name. <laughs> And, and Flash by the way, Gordon. by the way, not that fast. <laughs>
3: look at him. Look at me. I don't think so. Flash Gordon was terrible. That's why we cut him from the
1: jets. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Arden. I grabbed her by the ya You know what I'm talking about. I can't say that word anymore, but look, I can't we say we send back Emperor Ming. Yeah, send him right back. <laughs> to China. Whoever he's from. Look, what I did was I did some extreme vetting of Ming, and I found that he's not even from this planet. He's from another planet. He can't be here. That's like the worst...
3: Illegal alien ever.
1: Not only is he illegal, extremely, he's obviously an alien. Also, I'm suing Max von Sydow. Why not? What's your song from this album? Well, I have like four. That's crazy it's An album we just said That we didn't like that much Let
2: me tell you why Okay We're gonna start out With a song uh, You know what Let's do a song Called Daylight And then I'm gonna Walk it back We're gonna do a song Called Daylight Wait we're going to, You're gonna play Daylight And then you're gonna uh, Say that you didn't play it No 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 We're gonna We're gonna Switch gears And go to another thing. You said walk it back I'm not good with words Okay <laughs> I have the very best words Look Mario Yeah <laughs> So we're going to, if you think of this, this is, think of this, think of this song, Pat, as this would fit perfectly with um, the Village Green Preservation Society. Okay. So think of this, this is a song called Daylight. Daylight. Uh, jangly yeah. that twangy bass i don't mm-hmm. know is that like a, what is that kind of bass is that like some kind of acoustic bass uh bajo sexto like you say in mariachi music
1: i guess what is that, what
2: is that? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, i like that um. and then what's weird about preservation is the title track preservation mm-hmm. was actually released as a single it's not on the album it's now on the album when they it's released now they put it all together but i want i want to it tells you the story. Gives you basically like it's an it serves as an overture. Yeah, it feels like it, it
1: feels like it shouldn't be left off the album.
2: Yeah, but it was. And uh, this is uh, the title track. First. I just want you to hear the electric piano because this puts me in the mind of like a Rockford file or something.
1: Okay. Also, these albums are all produced by Ray Davies yeah. at this point. First of all, listen to that.
2: This is Jim Rodford. <laughs> Can you leave a message? Going to pick an angel.
0: Once upon a time, in a faraway land, Ooh. lived a villain called Flat such a wicked man Trump he terrorized <laughs> the people Trump he broke arms and crushed hands Trump he ruled with the fist Trump and he purchased all the land Trump and then he plowed up the fields and cut down the trees and grabbed the...
4: his
1: back I'm sorry
2: I love that song I, I really uh, got a new appreciation for this album. And you didn't, which was weird, listening yeah. to it again. So you just... W-
1: I didn't listen to it again. I don't have that kind
2: of time. Mm-hmm. No, I
1: just went through. I knew that I loved uh, sitting in the midday summer, yeah. So I just immediately picked that.
2: What's game. funny is when you told me we were going to be doing this about a month ago, I started listening to all the albums and my daughter got a real... If- we won't play it, but there's a song called Cricket, which is about cricket. Mm-hmm. Probably the most British song. Yeah. Because my daughter loves it. She thinks it's funny and it's hilarious. And we had to listen to that every day on the way to school for about a good week.
1: Here's what I'm probably going to do uh, this week. I have uh, our car plays an M- can play an MP3 mm-hmm. disc, so I'll probably burn... Both all these onto one disc yeah. and listen. to Give it, it start listen. to finish as 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 a, like a as a
2: story. Can we I, do one more real quick from sure. this one? Because uh, this again fits in, I think, with um, with village reading preservation society. It's called "Sweet Lady Genevieve," and it's kind of a hidden gem. All right.
0: Once under a scarlet.
1: don't even really like the album covers of these two albums. No, they're even, really bad they're covers. Really bad covers. Yeah. These albums now um these are this is yeah. when they're with RC. Kind of looking up right.
3: The the first one kind of looks like kind of cool in the background like the, with but the But then it's got, all the, then it's got all the just the
1: hippies standing in front of
3: it. Yeah, it's like a Sgt. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of I mean, I mean, they're not horror. There's worse album covers. Oh, but that second one's pretty bad. Just doesn't grab me. Yeah,
3: the second one looks like when they go back to the future. Yeah, and it's
1: like screwed up the <laughs> and, <laughs> and Biff becomes president. <laughs> they screwed up the <laughs> billboards. Um, so these are these albums that we're, most of these albums we playing. They're with RCA Records mm-hmm. now in the U.S. And I gotta assume RCA Records is not happy.
2: They were really. Uh,
1: they definitely let them have creative range. They did, but you they, would think after like they were two they, of these, they would have been like, "Hey guys, let's go."
2: They were really hoping for a hit, I think. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of.
1: Celluloid Heroes is the closest I think we get. Do you mm-hmm. think because they were both called
3: Preservation that people they thought people might grab them because of the Preservation Green, the Village Preservation
1: maybe? Which was their
2: worst selling album to that point. Though. I know. Oh, really? But, one, but, okay. their, but well,
1: one of their best.
2: You know why it dropped? It dropped on the same day as the White album. It only sold, I think, three hundred copies, three hundred thousand copies. It's crazy. And the the Kinks have the worst timing. Yeah. <laughs> if you were ever going to write a, a story about the. The band with the worst timing—it's the Kings. You
1: would think though, someone would have said, oh, "Guys, the Beatles are also dropping a, a double album that day. So, what do you want to do?" And you you got to
2: remember though, the Beatles aren't quite the Beatles yet. I mean, they are—they're huge, but there's a lot of other bands that are kind of vying for that spot. Yeah, yeah. So it was That's kind true. of anybody's—you know—anybody's you know.
1: a- anybody's ball game. Yep. And obviously, the Kings dropped the ball. Well, not with me. But... Not with me. Okay, let's go to Preservation Two. I have one song. Damn, I have like eight. And, uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> And this is also, look, uh, look, I'm just gonna say, we send this one out to Trump also. This is called He's Evil. Oh
2: my, love it. He comes from Smooth, cool guy. He wants your body, wants your mind. He's got
0: star personality, but he's a definite reality. he make you laugh, make you smile.
2: Love it. He's and evil. again, Mick Avery just jamming on, the drums. jamming on the drums. And you get to hear Dave do a little uh, little riff there, a little yep. three-chord riff. Um, that song became popular for about Five minutes a few years ago, because Charlie from Lost was singing it in one of the episodes. There was an episode where he was standing on the beach, really singing that song, and people like jumped on the internet and tried to figure out like what 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 meaning could it have? Who was he talking about? Yeah, it was uh, it was it was featured in an episode of Lost.
1: That's interesting that I didn't even pick up on that. There you go. You're welcome. You might have been over it by then.
2: <laughs> I think it was pretty early on. Charlie was still in it. Charlie. <laughs> you got a song for us? Guys? Yes, I do I have, one, I have one of two But let's go with one that I'm always confused by uh, It makes me feel strange inside It's called Mirror of Love Like it, yep. There's a, there's a really, there's a few. So I don't like the second album as much because you have all the. It's much more of a show where you have like these annum, announcements going yes. on. The revolution's happening. Yeah, but there are some good songs. Artificial Man is a good song on that. Um,
1: I wonder what the band felt like when Ray would come in with these. But were they like really super psyched about it? Or were they just like? No, I think the okay, consensus Ray. is they
2: were just. Yeah, it was like a lot of. Uh, uh, can we just? Can we just make a rock? I just and want to rock. Album. Which uh, they will get with. Um, in a couple of years with schoolboys, in disgrace. Yep.
1: Uh, I want to say that uh, as of this recording, November 6th, yesterday, November 5th, Dave Davies tweeted out, me and Ray have not spoken about kinks shows at all, although we're trying to work together on other stuff and have worked on music together. Hmm. So That's good. That's something. But man, they got to do it because... Uh,
2: Clock us, is th- ticking, they're boys. Not,
1: they're not spring chickens. Nope.
3: I think this year with all the musical deaths yeah i think kind
1: of kind of said let them know that the of, uh and other bands too yeah
2: i think dave though has always been uh ready to i mean dave seems like he's willing yeah it's ray that's just like mm-hmm.
1: as long as ray lets dave sing two or three songs on a new album or a couple songs in concert i think dave's fine with it yeah why not we were lucky enough we've seen dave and ray solo just not together not together
2: it's like we ate the chocolate and the peanut butter, but we don't have that you Reese's it together. peanut butter. Yeah.
1: God damn it. Uh, this next album, I like a ton. Yeah. I this is a great
2: it. album, and it's, it's one that slipped in the cracks. Yes,
1: this one definitely slips in the cracks, but I highly recommend It's top to bottom. This is called uh, Soap Opera.
2: And do you, do you want to tell them what it is? Uh, this concept is, this, is it's like
1: a prince in the pauper type thing it tells a story of a, a guy named star maker who changes places with an ordinary guy named norman
2: he's a rock star yeah. and he decides i'm gonna live uh, like life. a normal guy for a while and
1: let's norman live as a norman can't sing <laughs> probably not <laughs> uh so i'm gonna hear the opening track first let's hear everybody's a star
0: I'm a creator, inventor and innovator. I observe the people.
1: Everybody's has a podcast. I mean, everybody's a star.
2: (laughs) Everybody does have a podcast. It's true. Star
3: Maker is my favorite Bond villain. Oh,
4: Oh, Star Maker!
2: That was my
1: favorite. The Star Maker. That's that's the (laughs) second movie with with
2: Jaws, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Star Maker
1: is. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how Moonraker the song goes. Uh, it literally. I think they just say
2: "moonraker." Like moonraker, moon wider than a mile. And that's with uh, that's Holly Goodhead, right? That's yeah, Doctor Holly Goodhead. Doctor Holly Goodhead. Remember, we're progressive in the bomb. That's bond. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. She's a doctor now, Doctor Holly Goodhead. Yes. That's after you had Mary Goodnight in Scaramanga. Now, now it's in Pussy Golden Galore, Good. yeah.
1: Uh, now when she says, hello, I'm Dr. Holly Goodhead, does, does Roger Moore just look at the camera and go, mm, behave. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah,
2: Love it. Those seventies, those late seventies, uh, more
1: Roger Moore oh, ones. God, I only Lord. like a few Roger Moore ones.
2: There's a song in here that we're going to get when we get to sleepwalker that I feel would be perfect in one of those late seventies bond, uh, Movies.
1: What's your first song off uh, soap opera? Well,
2: I'm, I wanted to give uh, credit where credit's due. There's a woman by the name of June Ritchie, and she turns up a lot in this album. She plays uh, Norman's wife. Yes. So you're going to hear her in some of these songs, kind of doing a voice. But this is a song called um, Rush Hour Blues, and now here's uh, Star Maker uh, being rushed out the door to, uh, to get to work.
1: Because Norman doesn't know about nine to five jobs.
2: No. Norman does.
1: Norman does, but the, the Star Maker so doesn't. There we go. That's right. Get out of
0: the house. He gets up early, about seven o'clock. The alarm goes off, and then the house starts to rock. In and out of the bathroom by 7.03. By seven ten, he's downstairs drinking his tea. So put a shine
4: on the show.
0: Don't rush me, baby, while I'm using my brush.
4: Get a move on, darling. You're cutting it fine.
0: Cool it, baby. I got plenty of time. But i
1: Now that's that's uh, that's Sharon Osborne, right? Playing, uh,
2: playing <laughs> Norman's wife. Playing Mary Poppins. playing yes. Norman's wife. John Gosling. Man, those magic fingers working that bass! Oh, Daddy, that's John <laughs> Gosling playing on the new Aussie album. And Norman, you've got to get out into the rush hour. So great! She
1: that...
3: pulled the plug on Star Maker, right, I so he could get out the door. I pulled
1: the plug on Star Maker and on Maiden. That's oh, what. Fuck Ray... Bruce Dickinson. That's what. This is Ozfest, not Maid Fest. That's what Ray thinks of women. <laughs> <laughs> Ray is almost has the same uh, the same opinion of women as uh, Dice Clay does.
2: Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey, honey, I'm going to work. Jeez, Dice, you're going to be late, honey, if you don't get out right now. Uh, eat you. it, Make me, get me a beer, eat it. No, Archie.
3: That was like Edith and Sharon <laughs> I know, I know.
1: Jeez, I do. Dad, this is um, Norman, I got to get out nine
2: to five. So I'm on the uh, Wikipedia Christ, page.
1: meathead, could you get out of my way, meathead?
2: What,
3: what, uh, what job did Norman have?
2: Yeah, he just. He's a regular dude. Yeah, he's an office. dude. We're we're going to talk about that in a minute.
3: Yeah, he's very much like a Michael Scott. I was, I was. Favorite pizza was was, from Sabato. I was hoping he need he had like a job where he needed a lot of training, like he was a
1: doctor and (laughs) and starving. Was (laughs) like. "Ah." Um, I'm going to hit you with uh, one of the uh, last couple tracks on the album.
2: Best shot, buddy.
1: This this song is like fire away. This is. (laughs) This is a heartbreaking tune. This is uh, it's uh. A Face in the Crowd and, Oh yeah And uh is in uh, parentheticals uh horse it
0: I've gotta stop faking it I've gotta start facing it I'm gonna take my final bow Then I'm gonna take my place in the crowd I know I'll get used to it I've gotta stop acting like a clown. I've gotta start facing up to what I...
1: that's when you've been pushing your rock for a long time, hoping mm-hmm. to be successful uh, maybe in entertainment or in show business, and then you finally say, fuck it, I'll just do a music podcast. <laughs> that's what that song's about, right? I think so. You ever see the movie, A Face in the Crowd? That's with Andy Griffith? Yeah. I have seen that movie. It's pretty good. This is a good movie. He's kind of evil in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have I you was, ever seen that movie
2: I was like a movie Where someone that had A good guy reputation Like on TV Yeah Did you ever see Double Indemnity With Fred McMurray Who was you know my, The dad from yeah uh, My yeah, Two sons. sons And he's You know It's a You know It's this whole plot To like rip off An insurance company And she's a stooge For Barbara Stanwyck And it's a great Great movie You always You're like Wait that guy's Supposed to be Like a nice guy Or Henry Fonda In Once Upon a Time In the West yeah, Or Henry Winkler Or Henry Winkler In uh, Oh wait no He's a good guy In, uh, in, in uh, Waterboy <laughs> Um, Let me tell you something about Fragment
1: Murray. And, and everyone listening, you won't even know who we're talking about. For My Three Sons, they would film all of his scenes for the whole entire season at one time. Really? And then he would skedaddle, and then they would film everything else and piece it all together. I didn't know that. Yep. Why would they do that? Because that's how he wanted to do it. He was just like, look, I only want to work for three weeks, and then, or however long it took. Yeah, and then Fred
2: Mertz has got to come in and do all the heavy lifting. Yep, I I,
3: I imagine there was no uh, continuity mistakes. (laughs) They're like, "Dad, we're going to go play baseball." He goes, "Have fun at the tennis courts."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, my three sons is basically just Fred McQuarrie in an easy chair, looking over his paper. Yep, just telling his sons Chip and I forgot Ernie and uh, and Robbie, and it's either William Demarest or or or, Demarest. is it Demarest? Yeah. Or uh, what's his name? I can't think of Fred I'm not Mertz's. good
1: with last names. I do know it's Demarest. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, you're going to correct me. <laughs> or Fred Mertz. That's what I'm just calling him. Is that the other guy? William Frawley.
1: That was in the black and white
3: era, mm-hmm. right? W- wasn't it that William Frawley had something in his contract that he couldn't be filming if the Yan- if there was a Yankees game or if the Yankees were in the World Series? Boy, these
1: actors back then had a lot of stipulations. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know who he- knows a
2: lot about William Frawley is my co-host, John Sandy. He's probably really mad that we don't know this. Does
1: he have an all Frawley podcast? I'm oh, not kidding. The, man is, a, the,
2: the <laughs> <laughs> man is a walking encyclopedia.
3: What are you going to oh, let us know? About that? Frolley, oh, right, no, yeah. The uh, Frawley had written into his I Love Lucy contract that he did not have to work during the World Series if the Yankees were playing. The Yankees were in every World Series mm-hmm. during that time except for 54 and 59. And you know who they beat uh,
2: every year of those years? Who? The Dodgers. <laughs> the Brooklyn guys.
1: You know what Desi Arnaz said when he read that in his contract?
2: Ay ay ay. <laughs> Lucy, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, now when I look back at those I, I look at how progressive that was because not only was was Desi Latino, yeah. He was always well, even in his pajamas, he'd wear like the smoking jacket. Yep. <laughs> I was like this guy's <laughs> put together. It was an, an
3: interracial <laughs> marriage. Yeah. And also it was like the first it wasn't just about her like it was like her wanting to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Like, yeah, she wants to, he and wants to the keep the man's her down. <laughs> Also, Lucy, carpet matches the drapes. So that Whoa. was another thing. Yeah.
2: I heard that she had a, ah. I heard that, that she had a... There was a contract, I don't know if this is true, that Vivian Vance always had to look matronly even though they were the same age. Uh, Edith was our... Yeah, Edith was always... Not, not Edith, Edith, Lucy. No. Um, Lucy Ball. Her, no, who's her friend? Uh, uh, Ethel. Fred Ethel. Ethel Mertz. Ethel, Ethel Mertz, Eth- I'm sorry. Ethel was always supposed to look heavier. So they mm. made her, like... Chunk up and stay heavier So she would look older Fantastic I don't know if that's true Could Sounds be. like it though Listen If that's the price We have to pay To get Star Trek And Mission Impossible Then that's the price We have to if pay If
3: they make an I love Lucy movie Do you think uh, Paul Dooley would
1: play Fred Mertz <laughs> <laughs> Paul Dooley might be Is he still with us I think so He's too old to play Who would be Lucy um, Probably Jessica Chastain
2: I don't know <laughs> who that is
1: No she, probably Kristen Wiig Or maybe Ron Howard's daughter
2: Oh uh. <laughs> Bryce can I do my impression of
1: uh, Lucy having an orgasm? Sure. Ah. <laughs> Ricky, ah. are we still on? Uh, are we still in soap opera? Sure. Okay, you, you can play one more. Wow.
2: <laughs> I got a couple here.
1: We have four more albums
2: to go through. I know. Let's do uh, when work is over, and this is really about the drudgery of office life and how we need to turn to drink. Amen, brother. So. <laughs> Tonight on SCTV, the (laughs) Boomtown Rats, Joe Flaherty, John Candy.
3: If you just read all the uh, the title tracks on this album, you can pretty much tell the story. <laughs> the story it does, not, it does not go into a happy place. No. <laughs> it does not,
2: what? except for the song "Ducks on a Wall," which is where he's talking about trying to have sex with, I guess, Norman's wife while they have these like ducks. He's what is it? Oh, baby, I can't ball with <laughs> those ducks up on <laughs> well, the wall. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's because uh, it, it goes. Uh, it goes. Everyone's a star. Ordinary people. Rush hour blues. Nine to five. When work is over, have another
2: drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Yeah, it's uh,
1: like like uh, like we said earlier. It's uh, it can. Uh, this is the best music to listen to to get you sad and depressed.
2: <laughs> yeah, but in a fun way. Fun and in happy. A fun way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the professional ratings on Wikipedia, the review scores all music one star. Blender one star. Of, of this of, of so this Bob album. Rock? Rolling Stone unfavorable, with they're, a U.
1: They're so wrong. I know. This is a really good album.
2: All right, let's move on to...
1: Schoolboys in
2: Disgrace.
1: Yet another concept album. but This is going to end the concept albums. It's also going to end their tenure at RCA Records. That's right. And this
2: is... uh, I did not know this until I was doing research for this program that um, this is actually a concept album because it's Mr. Flash from Preservation. It's his memories of being in one of these really oppressive English schools and how that turned him into... The character of Mr. Flash.
1: And now, this album cover sucks. Oh, it does. This is a horrible... Are you seeing this album cover? It looks like a covers album of an ACDC. Yeah.
2: Are, are yes. you saying I should not have gotten this as my tattoo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be the worst. Ta- you know someone has this, though, as I their tattoo. I know do. I know I mean, do. it's a really bad... It's, it's just bad... It's, it's as bad as uh, Calvin pissing on whatever oh, yeah. as a bumper sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, this is as bad as any cover can get. I think this is the reason that... It almost looks like it's a bootleg album.
2: You know what's great? If there's a picture of Ray and Dave during this phase when they toured with this album, and they're wearing the schoolboy school outfits, boy outfits, yeah, and they're smoking, and they look just badass. Why not use that as the cover? As the cover, yeah, schoolboys in disgrace.
1: Mm-hmm. Why not have a uh, hot lady on the front getting her ass? Yeah, back. there you go. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Did I say? Smell something? the glove. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw Spinal Tap in concert.
2: Oh, was it great?
1: It was pretty. There was hardly. Anyone there. It was in a small, it was in a club in, it was like the Wiltern Theater type mm-hmm. size in uh, in Chicago. I bet there were 150 people there. How long did Harry Shearer talk? <laughs> Someone threw a quarter and hit Harry Shearer right in the eye. Because I was, that's how close I was, right up front. Then mm-hmm. you could uh, throw it in his eye. <laughs> I was so close that I could kill Harry Shearer. <laughs> and then for the next three songs, he had played with his back to the crowd. He was, fucking pissed yeah as you would be sure why would somebody throw a quarter i have no idea because they have that song called
3: give me a give me some money or something
1: oh i think that's when it was you're no, right there you go money. thank well, you well he got it yeah. he solved that got mystery it. yeah don't ask for it that's usually what i sing at the end of this podcast when i ask people to donate <laughs> solve that mystery he's like a real robert stack he's unbelievable <laughs> he you could have been a sidekick of uh the private investigator jim rodford
2: yeah yeah, you would have been, yeah, you could be like a real Dr. Watson.
1: I'm going to start with a song that was re-recorded by The Knack for, what? Their, for their second album. This is a song called The Hard Way.
2: Great. One of you know. their all-time great rockers, let's I would let say. let this
1: rip. Boys, I you
0: were born ways. You never listened to a word.
1: for a second. I want to give a little uh, love to uh, Doug Feiger since the Knack and, and the Kinks live on the same shelf in my CD collection. Sure. Let's hear a little bit from But the Little Girls Understand this is their version of The Hard Way. Boys like you born to waste Never
0: listen You'll come find out the hard way. You'll come find out the hard way. No matter what I do or say, you must do something to educate. One day life's gonna turn around, slap in the face. You'll come find out the hard way. You can take the hard way.
1: Pretty great.
2: Uh, there's a here's a little thing I found on Wikipedia. The front cover was illustrated by Mickey Finn of T Rex. Wow, he's a horrible artist. It was later. Uh, it later appeared on NME, which is the National Music Exchange, which is a um, uh, magazine in England. It's it, it appeared on their list of 50 worst covers of all time.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I want to know. Terrible. The, I want to know what the number one was. Uh, by, the, by the way, the woman who appears on the cover of the Knack album, uh, but the little girls understand. Uh, that's Sharona. Oh, you're Sharona? That's my Sharona. Oh, very nice. You get to play a
2: song now, Mario. I do? Yeah. Well, let's listen to a song called Jack the Idiot Dunce.
1: Well, this is about uh, Murray.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I'm a fan of all your co-hosts. Murray, we, we joke because we... <laughs>
0: Who's the fool with the cross-eyed stare, the turned-up nose and moronic glare? Who's that simpleton standing over there? Jack Jack the Idiot Thumbs Who's that dumb-looking freckle faced run? Jack Jack the Idiot Thumbs He walks like a feet on all back to front Jack Jack the Idiot Thumbs When he walks down the street he looks
2: Love it. You've, a lot of these songs that have a very sounds, '50s flavor. Yeah,
1: that also sounds like. Uh, play the beginning, just real quick. Just play that little bit at the beginning. Sounds like something from Rocky Horror. It kind of sounds like the Adams Family. I thought. Yeah, okay, well, it's the same
2: thing. It sounds like a lot of things. <laughs> Who's the fool? It
1: oh, what does I? that remind me of,
2: dude? Uh, every '50s song ever. I guess so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't know you could sing. I cannot, sir. I've proven. You've proven. All right. This one, we're getting better. Uh, all music rated it two. <laughs> Blender gave it two stars. Blender gave it three stars. Rolling Stone was a mixed review. Mixed. Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: maybe. Maybe. Mm.
2: But you know what? It it It's an album that gets its due now. I think it's one of their best. And... uh it does have a lot of a 50s flavor Because I think that's when Mr. Flash was supposed yeah. to have been in school He's supposed to be Ray's age You know, he's yeah. Ray's alter ego.
1: Kyle, maybe I should Prisma this album covered Think I could make it better? Uh, I, I couldn't make it worse no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to play No More Looking Back
2: Oh, that's a good one Yeah That's yeah. a rock for Almost gave him the cut sign, but I wasn't. Yeah. I was just saying no more looking back, and I did.
1: Carl, do you like do you like uh, when uh, Mario's here?
2: Yeah, I call him
1: Mario again. Do you like when Mario's here? Yeah. All right. What? Just curious. <laughs> I like when he's here. Thinking about replacing one of our regular. Uh,
2: I'll come out every week. Co-hosts. Oh. Who, Who would be? you replace?
1: Oh, your name begins with an M, so yeah. I would probably have to replace someone whose first name begins with an M. No, I like Mike Siegel. Well, it wouldn't be Mike. People <laughs> but, love Mike.
2: But I like Murray, too. Hmm.
1: But if we called you Murrio... Oh, very good. People might not people know that we've replaced know. anyone.
2: Except every week would be a Kinks. Every four weeks, we'd bring in a Kinks album. People might catch on. Murrio. Mm-hmm. Hello, and you guys, Murrio. And you guys will never do a Beastie Boys show, so...
1: Well, if we do, we'll do. Uh, are you? are you're, you're a big Beastie Boys guy. I'm a guy. huge Beastie Boys. Look, I don't know me anything about the Beastie Boys, but I wouldn't be afraid to bring you and Matt Belknap in and let oh, you sure. take the lead, and, and and I'll just say I'll just keep playing. Fight for your right. And to you can have dueling
2: producers because you have um, that's true. Kyle and, and that's Matt. true.
1: Do you like the Beastie Boys, Kyle?
3: Yeah, I just know like their hits, but we'll get I the, like the, we'll them. We'll get into the deep stuff. For me, for me,
1: it's tricky.
2: Ah, that's Run DMC.
1: It is. Yes. yes. What song am I thinking of?
2: <laughs> thinking of It's Tricky by Run DMC. I
1: like that one. You know what? Let's do it all on Run DMC. I, I would don't like, do that too. I don't like the Beastie
2: Boys. I would do Run like DMC, do whatever Run you, Run you want. want. Any of the 80s hip hop. How come the Beastie
1: Boys, uh, I feel like they seem like a joke band?
2: They did. Their first album was kind of a joke. In they the sing
1: end. like this. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah.
2: a Beastie Boys song? I don't. That think is. Ha, he,
1: ho, ha, he, do, do. Sharon Osborne
3: like doing a racist impression. <laughs> you sound like that flea
2: from the Warner Brothers cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Food around the corner. You know what I'm talking about? I told Ozzy that he's going
1: to re-record the entire soundtrack to Song of the South.
2: <laughs> let me hear a little, let, me, let me hear Sharon Osborne do zippity.
1: Zippity-doo-doh, zippity-day. Dad, dad, daddy's gonna sing it all day. <laughs> Daddy! I know Tom. exactly what's edit, being edited, out of this. <laughs> start to finish. I love the my whole album. thing. We're basically, Search. the book
2: intro, and, and then I love my final thoughts. On. I
1: love Sharon Do you have another one off this album? Or should we move? Should we start moving in to where the Kinks begin their resurgence?
2: I can do one more if you want, or we can move on. You're the host. You, do one more. We're going to do a song called "School Days," and this has a very '50s vibe. And this is, I think, the opening track. I believe
4: of the album. The happiest
0: days of your life Pass back your mind for a while Remember the time when you were a child Don't think of things that make you sad Just remember all the good times that you had Do you remember only happy days? holiday.
2: cover of that
1: no I think I found out what song uh, that uh, Jack Jack the Idiot Dunce did do, 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 do. Me I think I have it so let's let's try this here's Jack Jack the Idiot Dunce just keep the sound up Kyle
2: keep it up oh this sounds just like Jack Jack the Idiot Dunce that's what it is <laughs> who's the fool with the cross-eyed
1: stare It's Hot Patootie, bless my soul, from...
2: No, I just got it when we played it right now. You know what it is? What? The Monster Mash. No, it's Splish Splash by Bobby Darren. Play Splish Splash. Oh, that song sucks. It does, but that's... So does
3: Yakity Yak. All those types of songs. Hey, it's hey, the hey. coasters, you <laughs> son of
2: a... Don't talk back, either. Yeah. Take out the papers in the trash. I don't know if I have a Splish Splash. Find <laughs> it in there. It's on the tube. God, I really hope I don't have it. I don't. You're on the interwebs. <laughs> But My iTunes library. Oh, yeah. Oh, I All go right. right in the library, but yeah. The uh, this is a really it's a very bittersweet album. Uh, I think Ray was working through some stuff from the, his own school days. Yeah, you want to hear Splish Splash? Sure, sure. Splish Splash, I was taking a
3: bath
0: right. Long about a Saturday okay.
2: night. Well, like you said,
3: it's every 50s song. You're welcome,
1: <laughs> Splish Splash, Daddy. Oh, god. <laughs> I put Ozzy in the bath when he passes out, hoping that he'll kick it. Kick it.
2: Do, do, do. Do, Ooh, do, I love do, that. That's uh, Run DMC, right? Do, do. That's Public Enemy.
1: All right, here we go. This is what's <laughs> happening now. The Kinks move to Arista Records. Yes. Or Arista, however you want to say it. This album, this gets three and a half stars from all music. Uh, a B-minus from some guy and Favorable by Rolling Stone. But this, this is when the Kinks... Start the big time rock and roll this is really, arena rock comeback.
2: Yeah, this is really when Ray decides. You know what? I'm gonna just start trying to write hits. Yep, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna rock and we're gonna take America by storm so again. This is '77, the year of Star Wars. They actually appear on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. with the title track from this album.
1: I think they might have sang three songs on that episode. They did.
2: They did one like medley, and then they did. Yeah. they did the title uh, track.
1: Clive Davis is the one who signs them. If that's I'm not right.
2: mistaken, that's
1: right. Uh, so that's 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 gigantic for Clive Davis. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this album is a uh, Sleepwalker. It's their fifteenth studio album. One five. Thank you. The <laughs> Uh i I'm gonna kick it off with <laughs> jukebox music. Oh, very good.
0: She plays the same old songs And she believes the things that they say Other ladies like to prance around the fruit And dance the whole night through But she just sits and listens to the Dubai
1: Now, already the production is so much punchier. Mm-hmm. Sonically, it is blowing away everything that we've heard in the 70s before this, I think.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, maybe not Muswell Hillbillies.
1: It's just, a di- but Muswell Hillbillies, I think, since it's, since it's such, so countrified, yeah, I can't that's really true.
2: compare it with. That's true.
1: Uh, also, this album goes to number twenty-one on the Billboard two hundred album charts. Love it, which is ridiculous because I don't think any of those other albums no. made a blip. No. First of all, the heads of RCA Records are crying right now because they're like, "Hey, what the fuck, you guys? <laughs> we gave you like seven album deal, six yeah. album deal. You didn't bring us any of this." Ray had
2: a lot to get out of his system.
1: Yeah, and and Clive Davis said, "This is what we This is what I need you guys to do. You guys can have still got it."
2: It felt like Ray maybe needed a little bit of direction as far as like a mentor, like yeah. Ray needed a mentor. I, well, I think it was also that Ray would have if you let I think if you let Ray Davies go, he'll just be in his own head, and then that's what comes out, right which is not bad. it's all good stuff it's, but it, but it doesn't sell records, unfortunately. no,
1: but this is a and again, this is the period from this album on. I am on board
2: 100
1: percent with yeah. everything. So what's your first song off of Sleepwalker? Uh,
2: Well, let's do the title track, Sleepwalker, and it's got a great drum intro by, uh, by Mick Avery. I don't know this guy, Mick Avery.
0: Everybody got problems, buddy, I got mine.
2: Man. So great. It's good. You know what I want to know? What? First of all, I just watched American Werewolf in London again after Halloween, for Halloween. Is it, um, does it hold up? It's so, it doesn't, it doesn't. It's really weird. It, it, it's, the editing is really weird and... That you know, dream sequence is like the weirdest yeah, part of the movie. Yeah, why? Yeah, what did you just. <laughs> but I, wanted, I was watching it and I was like, why are these werewolves dressed like Nazis? For like, and it, then that's it, just then, for no reason. Machine gun, everything. It's, some, it's very uneven. And I think at the time it was such a big thing because of the special effects that people kind of. And how do the effects hold up? They, so they still look pretty good okay they're right there with like the thing like the early the 81 thing i it's think only, see, i think
1: the thing holds up oh it's without great. a doubt
2: uh this is a little more even but i was wondering why didn't there's like a couple songs they could have used full moon yep. uh, off this album they could have used sleepwalker and no werewolves of london by war warren Ziva. uh it doesn't make sense what's going it? what's going on with john landis over there but we get moon dance Nobody wants to hear moon no. dance, John Landis.
1: No one wants to see Beverly Hills Cop 3, John Landis. <laughs> That's true. It's so bad.
2: All right. Why is Magic Mountain always the generic amusement park? In the I field? don't know.
1: I want to tell you something. Wally World. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, your last episode here. The Kinks 1964 is to 1969. Is this one? <laughs> <laughs> the Kinks 1964 to 1969, up top my brother. Yeah. Hey, hey, my kinky. High five. <laughs> um, <laughs> my kinky. I don't know what that means. Um, downloads just from the Art19 site for your episode were uh, 4,300. Is that is
2: that true? That's good. That's well, a really good deal. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Yeah. And look, please... Listen to my podcast, the superiority complex. Yeah. yeah. Check my listeners. Yeah. I got to get that rock solid bump. I Listen, I'm just working my it. way up to Jimmy Pardo. This is all I'm doing. Can't guarantee. This any, is a stepping stone.
1: Oh, you want to be on that show?
2: No. Terrifying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Still terrifying for me. Is it really? Uh, no. Um, my next song from Sleepwalker is Life Goes On.
2: Oh, I'm glad you picked this because I, I missed it. Closes out the album. It's a great song.
4: A friend of mine just had
0: a real bad time. You see, his life was shattered and he lost his mind. This girl ran off along with his best friend. And through emotional stress, he brought his life to a was such a tragedy but that's the way
2: What's funny about this song is you you think it's kind of a sad song, and then you realize the lyrics later on go, Life goes on and on and on. And then you find out this guy's trying to commit suicide. Yes, yeah. But he didn't pay the gas bill, so they can't do it. Yeah. Um, Ray's
1: voice, uh, starting with these Arista records, too, he's singing with a lot more force. Like he's really pushing the voice out front in the production Mm -hmm. and the way he's singing. He's not like subdued or anything. He's like, Here it is. Mm -hmm. And I think his voice sounds great on this stuff.
2: You know, it's funny. He doesn't have the best voice in the world, but for the kinks, it's the perfect perfect, perfect voice. And same way with Dave.
1: Because they're not afraid to also embrace the cockney in their voice and and sing in that accent sometimes.
2: And uh, this whole album is really great. And it was an album that I tend to, this is the period where I tend to start just kind of cherry picking songs. Mm -hmm. And listening, having to sit down and listen to these albums really kind of brought it to the forefront for me where I realized Ray's still doing good stuff Mm -hmm. because the tendency is to say, well, Ray did great stuff in the sixties and part of the seventies. And then later on they just kind of sold out. Um, but no, he's still doing great work. And, uh, the, I picked another song off here and this is the one I was saying would fit. Well, if you think of James Bond making love in like, um, like a diving bell, (laughs) like a diving bell or, you know, the cockpit of a of an airplane or something. Uh, there's a song on here called "Stormy Sky," and it's very un- adult contemporary for the Kinks, but beautiful nonetheless. So, mm. and listen to uh, Dave's guitar work. It sounds like something out of a James Bond movie on this song. Bow, 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 That's it. I love the nightlife. nightlife the boogie what do you sing Mario I do not I didn't think so <laughs> he- And right after that, he says, thank you for the examination, Dr. Goodhead.
3: Oh, James. <laughs> and, then, and then like a missile hits and kills her and he like parachutes out.
1: Now, to keep to keep this into perspective, uh, this is their 15th album mm-hmm. at this point. The Who have only released eight albums at this point. And The Who will only go on to release 11 studio albums. Wow. And in 77, this is their 15th yep. for the Kinks. So- Prolific. Prolific, you know, hits and misses maybe along the way, mm-hmm. but continuing to try to uh, expand yeah. and create new sounds and do new things, mm-hmm. uh, whether you like it all or not, is that's up to you, but still continuing to go, go, go. Yeah.
2: That, that stormy sky doesn't sound like something that's typical of the kinks, mm-hmm. but I think it, it, fits right into that seventies kind of a, a, like I said, adult contemporary yep. and uh, great lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's about a couple that's just, it's, you know, they're having these problems and mm-hmm. it, I, it paints a really nice picture. Yep. I, I think it's a great song. And, uh, uh, the one that we didn't get to that I played was "Life on the Road," which is the opening track. From that's a great, great song. song.
1: And uh, Dave sings the lead on "Sleepless Night," which yep. is a great song. And one of the bonus tracks is "Prince of the Punks," which is an amazing track.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Which he wrote as a rebuke to I forgot who it was. Sex Pistols maybe? No, there was a there was a guy he sort ABBA. of. <laughs> no. There was a guy that Ray kind of took under his wing as like a protege, and then they kind of turned on him. And then he wrote a song about Ray, and Ray wrote, I forgot who it is. Humperdink, Engelbert. Engelbert.
1: Humper Dink. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look. Humperdink Dink is going to be there today. He's going to introduce
2: me. I'm going to grab him by the dink. Listen, hump a dink or get off the bus. Those are your options. <laughs> hey, do you have a little huggy for the dink?
3: <laughs> a little humpy for the dink? <laughs> Misfits,
2: Oh, love it. Now we have to make note: Gosling, John Gosling leaves uh, during Sleepwalker. Yeah, um, he plays on everything but everything one song. Except I think Mr. Big Man yeah. is the yeah. only. And then we get to Gordon John Edwards uh, comes in to play the bass. Uh, I have Andy
1: Pyle is on the bass.
2: Oh, really? I think tour pile on the bass. I think Andy Pyle may have been touring, and maybe one was a studio and one was a touring. Well, we'll agree to disagree a Well, bit. You're the host, so I'll agree with whatever you know. say, that's because I want I to come back. I will tell you
3: that that's, that will happen one this, more time. This is Andy Pyle, bass guitar, except as
2: noted. Ah. Oh, okay. So let us know. Yeah, tell us. Keep us posted.
1: Yeah, what's
3: up? Uh, Zane Griff Bass guitar Overdose Oh I
2: don't know What I, I Maybe Maybe I got it Backwards Maybe Gordon Ra- John Edwards Ron, Ron Lawrence. Lawrence
3: On bass guitar On live life a rock and roll fantasy And get up Wow three killer tracks
2: Yeah He
1: was bummed That he didn't get to Join yeah, the right. band <laughs> He's... Andy Pyle Must have had the good coke <laughs> Cocaine
2: Cocaine Cocaine
1: mm. um, This is uh, This is without a doubt In my top Two or three Favorite Kinks albums I have this one signed by Ray I love it I love everything about this album So good This is, yeah This might be You know, sometimes this is my number one favorite Kinks album It's a great one But I'm gonna kick it off right now With the title track, Misfits
0: You've been sleeping in a field But you look real rested You set out to outrage but you can't get arrested You say your image is new But it looks well tested You're lost without a crown Yet you go your own way You say your summer's gone Now the winter is
4: Crawling
0: in They say
4: that even
0: in your day Somehow you never could quite fit in Though it's cold outside I know the summer's gonna come again Because you know what they say
1: Dog has his day. I mean, who can't relate to misfits?
2: Every dog has his day.
1: Yeah. I mean who doesn't relate to that? John Hamm, maybe? Charlize yeah. Theron. Yeah. Trump. Look, I am the le- I'm the least misfitty of anyone I know.
3: Every dog has their day, and these dogs are accusing me of things that I would <laughs> never do to them. And the
1: biggest dog is look at her, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> She's a slob dog. Look at her. Look at me. I don't think so. These albums too. These all these last albums were recorded at Conk Studios too. The Kinks have their own recording studio. They still do. Mario's cracking up. Does anyone record there still? Uh, The Kooks. The the Kooks recorded there. Yeah, they did. They They recorded an an album called Conk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to like the Kooks. I don't really. I'm not into them that much. I thought I would like them.
2: There are bands like that that you feel are spiritual successors of... Of the kinks. Like Oasis, and you're just like, well, these guys are just assholes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Although... Um, Although it, I will... Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Aaron Gould and and swears that there are some great Oasis albums. He sent me a bunch, I just haven't got into it yet. When I, I mean get into it, I mean haven't listened
2: I yet. kid you not, every year when the Dodgers don't make it to the World Series mm-hmm. again, I do play Don't Look Back in Anger on a loop there until spring training. And that is a good song. All right, cool. And if you listen to the live album, you can hear how much of a jerk, uh, what's his name is, because he yells at the dude for, you know, in, in between songs, the musicians will just start like yeah. jamming or whatever. Yeah. This guy starts just doing like some jazz licks on it. he's like, oi, 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 no fucking jazz. It's like, wow, you're really right in front of, in front of Wembley. Boy, Ray, Ray and, uh, Ray and Dave get along better than those two guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam and, what is it, Liam and Noel? Is it Noel? Yep. Liam? Which one has the talent? <sighs> Ray. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, your turn. You're going to murder me
2: for playing this. I don't think so. Because uh, let me tell you, this is a shout out to my wife who has the worst allergies in the world. And this uh, is a silly, silly song. But it's a great song. It's a great song. It's just, called Hay, Hay Fever. Fever. I love it.
1: Yo,
0: all alone, and the
2: bass line on this is just my insane. baby
0: calls me on the telephone. <laughs> she says, baby, take me out for a day. I tell my baby I feel so bad I can't go out and, and it's making, making me, me sad. sad But when you see me I know you will understand
1: Great bass <laughs> I know I got it
2: That little keyboard oh, line cracks yeah. me up because I feel like it's uh, Ray kind of commenting on like new wave and stuff yeah. that's starting to like pop up. Mm-hmm. But what a goofy song, but I know, still funny.
3: Also, it sounded like someone blowing their nose. <laughs> <Yeah. I know.
2: laughs> I know.
1: It sounds like when I blow my nose, a ooga. Yeah, I it sounded like a 1940s such car a, horn.
2: That's such a great song. I have to
1: call an audible of a song that I don't have in there because all of, audible. I feel...
2: why? how much cord are you going to get into Whoa. Um, sort of just doing for <laughs> humor. I,
1: I feel... um. Yeah, but that's visual humor, and no one's getting that. Advantage. I
2: think it's hilarious. <laughs> that was all for Mario. Yep.
1: Uh, this you know, with the, you know, with LGBT rights and the transgender community. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and did you have the song? I do have this
2: on there. If you, you want to play it right oh, off, oh of yeah, thing. Let's, yeah, let's we'll do use it. it as yours. But we'll, yeah, you, we'll I was going to call
1: an audible and play a song called "Out of the Wardrobe." Got it. I love this song.
2: Yeah, it's a great song. After you, sir,
1: play it.
0: anybody here seen a chick called Dick He looks real burly but he's really hip he's six feet tall and his arms are all brown and hairy he married Betty Lou back in 65 when you had to be butch to survive but lately he's been looking at his wife with mixed emotions you see Not a commonplace closet queen. He shouldn't be hidden, he should be seen. Cause when he puts on that dress, he looks like a princess.
1: I like the line when it says he's out of the wardrobe and now he's got no regrets. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And it uh, says he uses the uh, the F word, the derogatory term. Now that we don't use for homosexuals, but he says he's not an F, as you might suppose. He just feels restricted in what's it, conventional clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it.
2: Uh, but, this album actually hit. Uh, this let's see, with Blender, got three stars. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stone gave it a favorable review. Shut up, Rolling Stone. Uh, <laughs> but you you see them starting to kind of work their way back into at least critical. Yeah, critical. Uh, critical acclaim. Um, and there's, there's a lot of great songs on this album Black I, Messiah did you, Do you have Rock and Roll Fantasy? Did uh, you put that on your list? No, I, don't, I have Get Up as my next song Because I have Rock and Roll Fantasy But I, I, um, I didn't do a time And there's a certain thing I want to hit we, we can start it from the beginning I thought I'd written down the time and I didn't Okay,
1: we can jump in there so Let's do Rock and rock Roll, and roll fantasy. fantasy Not the one by Black, Blad Bad Company It's a different one Vlad Company is my favorite vampire Yeah
0: Hello you Hello me Hello people We used to be Isn't it strange We never changed We've been through it all Yet we're still the same And I know it's a miracle we still go. For all we know, we might still have a way to go.
1: Where do you wanna to jump to,
2: buddy?
0: Hello me. Hello me. We can just
2: play that. We can just play this okay.
0: Wanna stop? Anytime you're
2: out. I just like that song because it it shifts gears in about thirty seconds and it goes into the story about this guy who just kind of loses himself. There's a guy on
1: my block that lives for rock. Okay, find it. It it kicks out. It kicks in here. Yeah, but I love
2: this whole. I just love that beginning because you're like, I feel like that guy
1: because I feel like this guy. Exactly, exactly. Just jump ahead. Okay, hear this.
0: The world is closing in it turns to staring away He just spends his life living in a rock and roll fantasy. He just spends his life living on the edge of
2: reality. This is the Pat Francis yep.
1: theme song. And then uh Dave sings a great song on here, Trust Your Heart. Yep. It's a great song. And my next song from Misfits is Get Up.
0: Here's a song for all the little men Who get forgotten time and time again
1: Nice acoustic. So here's a
0: message for the little guy Don't let the situation pass you by
1: I missed it. You're
0: in the middle while the big mouths fight You get it from the left and the right Ain't it crazy?
1: Now, by the way, the last two songs we played, Rock and Roll Fantasy and Get Up, Mick Avery doesn't play drums on these songs. What? Yeah, a guy named Nick Trevisick. Nick drum. Mavery. <laughs> <laughs> Where was Mick? I don't know. Maybe, um, yeah, Maybe
2: I don't know. he got up? maybe got walked away answer. from the band for a couple well Mick would do that he would come back and he would kind of fall in and out yeah uh let's let me see if I can find that uh
1: hey at the time of this record I have been uh watching these uh hammer uh oh, Dra- you've never seen any, any of those films no. they're great so Kyle I just got a, I just got an update on my phone from Amazon if you could read uh Right there, and tell us what was just delivered to my house. Uh, they
3: satan- the Satanic rites of Dracula. Yep. Yeah, delivered. that was just delivered to
1: my house. Do you?
2: Isn't Christopher Lee is fantastic? And if you don't know any of his of those Dracula movies,
1: let me tell you something. Bella Lugosi <laughs> can suck my dick
2: because <laughs> this guy yeah. is the greatest. And, and, the, and the Hammer f- movies—they use that really red blood. Yes, yes, like it looks—it
1: looks like paint. But that doesn't even matter. No. It's like
3: it's like cheesy, but not. Like but it's, overly cheesy it's, Like it's not it's like It's cheesy
1: But it's also classy Because yeah. the sets look great mm-hmm. The actors are really
2: good yeah. Peter Cushing is fantastic And uh,
1: Like I don't feel Like the actors It doesn't feel stupid It, it feels no. like it, they're Taking
3: it serious It's only a little That's chee- what elevates it yeah. yeah It's only like cheesy Because it's like
2: older that's Right the, But yeah. like
1: sets And costumes yeah. and Yeah Christopher the effects Lee is are pretty pan- good. Yeah, I really, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying them so much. Uh,
2: if you get a chance, find a movie. You might be able to find it on Hulu or, or Amazon. It, it's a step down, but it, it makes it fun because Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. It's a movie called The Horror Express.
1: Okay, that's and a Hammer film,
2: and they're on a train from. It's like the Trans-Siberian Express. Mm-hmm. And they find this, they dig this thing out of the ice and it ends up being like a Yeti, but the Yeti's got like mind control powers. Sounds fun. And uh, Telly Savalas plays a, like a Cossack. He, play- <laughs> he plays a what? He plays a Cossack. Oh, he's like a Russian, like a mad Russian officer. And they're trying to like... Uh, combat this thing on this train. It's re- it's really fun. It's super cheesy, but it's really, really fun. Who loves horror you, baby? Ex- yeah. Who he, loves you, Drac? He's doing a terrible, uh, you know, he's doing like a non-Russian, Russian yeah. accent, you know. Oh, so
1: who loves you?
2: Yeah, it's called Horror Express. You might even be able to find it on YouTube. <laughs> Did you watch
1: any of those Dracula movies I gave you?
2: Not yet. Two days ago? Good stuff. <laughs> I have yet. a couple of horror collections from Hammer. They, like the non, you know, the non-Dracula, like the Frankenstein ones. They're if I would have
1: known that, I would have asked you to bring yeah, them today.
2: I would have, I'll, I'll find it where I'll mail it to you. I can't talk today. Could
1: you run home and get it?
3: Sure. We'll wait. Christopher Lee has a handsome mustache in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm really... Christopher dangling. Lee
2: and Peter Cushing are both Right
1: great. now, I'm in the middle of The uh, Brides of Dracula, which is the second Dracula film, but Dracula's not in this one. Why But Peter Cushing's in it. Yeah,
2: as, as, um, Dr. Van Helsing. Yeah, I love it. It's good stuff. And it's good. It's yeah. really good. If you only know Peter Cushing from Star Wars... As Grand Roth Tarkin, you were in for yeah. a treat. Get on the Cushing and You'll, you'll train.
3: realize how big of a get that was at the yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like he, he was, might be the f- most famous person actually well, physically in that movie. Mm-hmm.
1: I was watching it the other night. No- I time. was watching one of these the other night, and Pilar came in the room and she rolled her eyes because she's like, How many of these Dracula movies are there? There's I'm a like, million of, There's of them. There's a million of them, honey, sit down. <laughs> yeah. But she saw Peter Cushing, she goes, Wait, I know that actor. And I go, Star Wars. She's like, Yes.
2: Yep. That's what If you only about. know um what's great is People didn't realize, I remember watching um, Sleepy Hollow, mm-hmm. the Tim Burton version, and Christopher Lee has, it was before his big resurgence, he only had like a 10 second uh, cameo as the judge who yeah. sends him to, and my friend Robert and I were just like slapping, other, like, oh yeah. my
1: God, it's Christopher well, Lee, it's perfect. He, he's also in that, um, what's that Val Kilmer movie that he's in? Which one? It's one of the Zucker Brothers movies. Mm. I don't know. Oh, what is it?
2: Dracula Dead and Loving It? No, no,
1: that's, that's now you're being.
2: Oh, confused. he's in top secret. Top secret. Peter Cushing is in top secret, yes. yes. Uh, Christopher Lee also has a nice. Uh, well, Tim Burton put Vincent Price, you know, he's the creator. Yeah. He had an affinity for those old sure. horror guys. But when, I, when they put him in Lord of the Rings, I was like, finally, Christopher Lee's getting like a legitimate. And he
1: was great. Well, he's a Bond villain too. Yes. He's, he, like we said it, we Francisco
2: Scaramanga.
1: Yeah, we mentioned it earlier in yeah, the show. Yeah,
2: with a third nipple
1: and he lived um he lived to be like 91 what a career that guy had also
2: had he was like a distant cousin to Ian Fleming wow uh and was like in the OSS he did like top secret stuff in world and would not talk about it he said i did yeah, some there, top secret stuff
3: there's a scene if you watch uh like there's like a making of mm-hmm. on uh one of the lord of the rings where when he gets stabbed in the back they wanted him to scream yeah. and he's like he just wouldn't do it. And they're like, why aren't you screaming? He's like, well, I watch people get stabbed in the back. And all your, the way your lungs are, you don't scream. You yeah. don't make a sound. Oh, good for him. And then they were like, oh, yeah, do <laughs> well, that.
1: Yeah, do that. In the second Dracula film that he's in, it's Dracula, Prince of Darkness. He doesn't have any lines in it. He does have lines in it. He refused to say any of them. Because he, I saw an interview with him. He goes, the lines were terrible. I told him to go to Bram Stoker's book and pull lines from that and put them in this film and I'll say those, but I'm not saying, and he says, one, he gives an example, he says, like they wanted me to say, I'm the apocalypse. He goes, I'm not saying any of that. He goes, so they said, okay, they wanted me in it, so, all right. So he doesn't say one line Love and it's, it. it's great.
2: It's just as effective. Yeah, just as effective. Just they, have, <laughs> they
1: have a whole mummy series too of these Hammer films. I know, there's tons For of them. Hammer. I'm, I'm going to start like getting addicted to And these. to
2: bring it back to the kinks in the Village Green... They mention Dracula. They yes, mentioned that it's part of what they want to preserve. Yeah, exactly. Sherlock Holmes and Dracula. Oh. And I think Christopher Lee also played Sherlock Holmes on a couple of occasions.
1: Do you have another song from Misfits before we move into Oh, uh, We
2: can f- or not? You, you, what do you have? I know we're, Tell me what it is. Uh,
1: in a Foreign Land. which is, uh, Play a little bit of it, then we'll move into Low Budget, and then we'll close this, uh, this decade out.
2: Yeah. Uh, in a Foreign Land. This is, a, this is kind of a callback to songs like Holiday and stuff Holiday. like... Holiday. Yes. Yep. And it's all about moving to a foreign land foreign land how
1: <laughs> oh right in the headphones yep. that's cool back and forth mm-hmm. put some cans on people
4: it was
0: a matter of fact that when I paid on my tax I held the world in the palm of my hand and all of my debts were causing me to defect to a land of bananas and sand so I ran yes I in land, here I am, here I am, here I am. In a foreign land, I'm so glad we made it. I thought we'd never land. I grabbed up my cash and I decided to dash far away, far away, far away. In a foreign land, here I am, here
4: I am. Man, good
2: Still
1: stuff. Good. Such a good, uh, such good, tunage. <laughs> Great
2: tunes. We're we, now tunes. low, but this brings us to low budget, which was, I think, their biggest album uh, up to this point.
1: I think so too, and and they really step out of their comfort zone because they record this at the power station in New York City. Wow, they're not no longer in their home base of Conk Studios. They they record this thing in New York.
2: I, I didn't mean to turn you on. Is that the power station? No, what song was the power station? Uh,
1: some like it hot. and oh, some that's... sweat when the heat is on. Coom,
2: coom, coom. No, do you see coom, why? Uh, coom, coom, coom. You see why I made the confusion? It's the same diction when you
1: want to multiply. How you gonna do it?
2: Seventeenth <laughs> album. Yep. released need, in nineteen seventy nine. We need a we need to record a drop in sometime, Kyle. That says a uh,
1: tangent talk. Whenever <gasps> we <gasps> go up, <out>. tangent, <gasps> tangent talk, tangent <sighs> talk. It won't be that, but we'll record one.
2: We're off. Okay.
1: All right. Just me on a tangent. We're going on a tangent. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about do some tangent talk.
2: Talking about things. That aren't covered than, by the main topic. Other than music, tangent talk. I'm talking about Dracula. Bopo. Brides of Dracula. Zig zoo. I'm not the apocalypse. Uh uh-uh. uh. Won't say those lines for you. No way.
3: We'll do all of that, that whole two minutes.
2: <laughs> I think we should. <sighs> don't right. forget it. this time now the, uh, the the Van Halen has kind of emerged and they've done a cover of you really got me yep
1: so people are like hey that's a great song they're right?
2: rediscovering the kinks yep and exactly. they' sort of the kinks are sort of riding the the wave of Van Halen's success. You know, in a weird way.
1: The 70s are, are, are discos coming in.
2: And you're going to hear a little bit of that. A in little this bit album. of
1: kinks disco. Uh, uh,
2: and you're going to see some very 70s shoes on the front cover.
1: Yep. And uh, I like this album cover, and yet I don't, because I don't i, I don't like cigarette butts with lipstick
2: on Yeah, why not? It's gross. Mm. Hey, stop it. You don't like a little lipstick on the old butt? Hey,
1: knock it off. Hey.
2: Are we still recording, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: We're still on a tangent.
1: I'm going to play a song. The first song I'm going to play is Catch Me Now, I'm Falling, oh. because it's going to reference uh, one of our favorite superheroes.
2: That's right. Let's
1: Spider-Man. That. No.
2: I
0: remember when you were down, and you needed a helping hand. I can defeat you, but now that I need you, you won't give me a second plan. Now I'm calling on citizens from all over the world This is Captain America calling I built you up when you were down on your knees So will you catch me now I'm falling
1: This is when uh, Jim Rodford uh, joined them on bass guitar. Ah, there we go. And he, he stays Why did there, I think
2: it was somebody else? On- I don't know. He stays there f-
1: uh, till uh, you know into the into the nineties. Maybe it was John the Baptist I was thinking about. And he was uh, he came from the band Argent.
2: You know what? I was it was I was thinking of the bassist. It was John the Baptist that was out on keyboards. That's who left. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Is he your favorite member of the Kinks? I just like, like saying John
2: the Baptist. I think it's funny.
1: Um, so what do you got for Are you going to play us one of those uh, disco tin Yeah, let's
2: do, uh, let's do another, uh, the, the most boring superhero of all. And Ray wishes he could be just like him oh my God. in a disco sort of way. Let's listen to uh, uh, I Wish I Could Fly, parenthetically, like Superman.
1: He Superman is a fucking snooze, right? Oh, my God. I mean, we're done with him.
0: great is it Woke up this morning, started
1: to it's better than i was made for loving had you a
0: cigarette and a cup of tea. i am grooving i looked in the mirror what did i see a nine stone weakling with no babies nine knees. stone in my knees bent press ups touch my toes i had nine another sneeze and I looked in the mirror at my pigeon chest. I
1: one twenty six. I think so. Or is it one thirty six?
4: One sure, thirty
0: six. Math talk. Here
2: it comes. Uh, you know,
1: when they tour with his album, they play like six of the 11 songs on tour.
2: Really? Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Did you know that Superman is could fly three times around the world without missing a beat? He socializes with, with x-ray eyes with ladies looking sweet.
1: Is that the lyric on this?
2: No, that is from uh, Jam On It by uh, Nucleus.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Tangent talk.
2: Tangent talk.
1: Early hip hop. Yeah. Superman. It's so funny. Superman is weak.
2: I hate him. I, he's the most boring. Please, we're done. We're done with him. Who cares? That's the thing about Luke Cage. You, <laughs> you have mean, you mean Luke, Luke Cage? <laughs> you have an, a superhero who's invincible. Yes. And you make him, vincible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. You could be hurt in that. And yeah. So it, it, there was the stakes
1: were high. I loved when he because like Superman will never get in a physical altercation with a regular person, but Luke Cage would. But Luke Cage would just like tap them on the head mm-hmm. and they would go down. Love so it. He, w- he knew how to tone down his super strength. And the
2: soundtrack was fantastic.
1: The whole show is, is a great it's not black exploitation, but no. the, But man, when... It has its roots in it, though. It when, that, yeah, 70s yes, vibe. And mm-hmm. when there'd be a scene with four strong black women in one scene together, that's you don't see that. I nope. mean, hey, look, Shondaland, you're not doing what Nick Cage did nick cage i call it nick cage all the time what luke cage did yeah yeah by the way i love nick cage
2: though Uh, who doesn't speaking of a strong black woman
1: speaking of nick cage which is going to tie into uh nick cage in the wicker man is the worst thing ever oh yeah but christopher lee in the original Mm. wicker man is amazing have you ever seen the wicker man film no watch the original and then i will watch it with you i will watch the remake
2: Holy! What's worse, crap. Ghost Rider or uh, The Wicker Man? The Go- Wicker Man. Ghost Rider is one of the worst films I think I've ever seen.
1: Okay, you've never seen The Wicker Man. <laughs> it is unbelievably Wicker bad. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. I've seen like all the scenes Wish where he like punches someone wine. in the face, like a woman in the face. He punches a woman. In, it's, dude, it is unbelievable. But watch the first one. Watch the original one because I think uh, I think Marissa will like that too because she's a. Uh, because she's uh, As, Mur- As Murray said A Halloween party Yeah she's a Halloween party Walking <laughs> Halloween party Okay Could I'm gonna, gonna play um, This is my last song From Low Budget And mm-hmm. you can play Whatever you got And then we will promote We'll do a playout song Roger Guys when we do these uh, songs That cover an artist's decade Or an artist's career They often go longer Than normally, normal episodes What are we at right now Kyle? About two twenty. What? Okay. I'm not, the last one you were on was long too. Oh, thank you. But I'm not editing any of this out because I even the mistakes I'm fine with. Oh,
2: know. so just me talking in general? No. When I called,
1: when I called Luke Cage, Nick, I'm not going to fucking fool around. Do you with really go edit?
2: Yet. I don't edit anything. Unless I say something bad, then I edit. When my guests do it, I'm like, yeah, it stays in.
1: I I don't want to edit anything. So when I, I think that I have to, it drives me insane. I don't think we need. Absolutely
2: that. insane. People who are listening to this love the Kinks anyway. I hope so. This is a little
1: bit of emotion, which is a oh. fantastic song. Kai, are you ready? Kai, what do you think of the songs
2: today? You okay with the kinks in yeah, the seventies?
1: Yeah. Do you really like it
2: better than the sixties or, or about the sixties? I
3: honestly like can't remember most of the sixties. Well, yeah, <laughs> Nobody can, oh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> with all the drugs. Are you uh, kidding me? No, I like, Fuck. I like I like the more the later stuff, the middle stuff that you guys were like, man. But it's now kinda, yeah, uh, yeah. well
1: when we do the next when we do the eighties, you're gonna love that too. Okay, cool. Let's hit it.
0: See all the people with hatred in their eyes
1: Deplorables. I can't help thinking <laughs> that it's only
0: a disguise Cause underneath that core there's gotta be more than what we realize Maybe they're scared to let the inside out Maybe they're afraid to show what they're all about so they put on a heavy front And hope that no one else can work them out So they put on all the heaviness But it's only illusion, heaviness Can't you see They're to show a little bit of emotion Little bit of real emotion, in case a little bit of emotion gives them away.
1: And Mario, do you have one more song for I do, sir. What do you got for us? Uh,
2: I will do the title track, which is uh, this is Ray commenting on how uh, terrible the 70s were. This
1: song is great. Low budget is great. I love it.
2: Yeah, great.
1: I want to say when we come back for the '80s, we're we're gonna have to go right into nineteen into the '90s too because they they only have one studio album in the '90s,
2: and then uh and then um a live album. There. Oh, so that would only be like a ninety-minute show. My mm,
1: doubt it's gonna be long, but uh, yeah, because uh, eighty to ninety-four is what we'll cover next time. That includes three live albums in there. All right, and uh, it's just some great killer stuff that I love. So uh, again, let's uh, let's do some promoting. Mario, where can we find you on Twitter? Two you, ways to find you.
2: Two ways to find me: my personal Twitter, where you can see all my baseball rants, and, which uh, is interaction with fans. It's uh, at Twentieth Century Man 20th T H Century Man, okay. and then the one for my show, which basically I just post every once in a while, I'll repost stuff, but it's mostly just where you can find a link to our new episodes. That's at Soup Complex S O U P Complex, which is short for superiority, superiority complex, complex. Even though, but it wouldn't let me do. No, it's a long thing.
1: I get. It. We're we're at rock solid show because podcast was too much. Yeah, I should have done at rock solid pod maybe.
2: And if you want to hear the podcast, you can find us at superioritycomplex.podbean.com and give us a listen. Listen to episode sixty nine, which pe- features your friend Pat Francis. Ah,
1: up top my see Mario. how we did that.
2: That's right. I got to have you back.
1: We didn't. I'll, be, I'll do it again.
2: That means I have to drive all the way out of here again.
1: But well, then we can have lunch.
2: No, maybe not.
1: <laughs> We didn't play any uh we only had one listener call in. Well
3: yeah, and I, I realized uh Matt Berge had requested uh Victoria, which is on uh, Oh, that's my favorite King Song Arthur, of all time which is from the in the sixties from the sixties Sorry, Matt. We, you, if it's your favorite I think song, we played it last time. We did play, play it, it, it last time.
2: Okay. So, I'll, I'll, so we could do our rendition of it. do do
1: do 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 Victoria Victoria <laughs> but, uh, Thanks Matt right. Thanks Matt Thanks for being the one person He to said
3: run. that's the first kink song He really got into When he cool. started listening that To them That is fantastic What a great school. pick
1: And Matt you changed your Profile picture on Twitter And I gotta say A lot better <laughs> So I don't know if people Are coming down on you or not But Good picture
2: Shout out to Matt
1: Yeah Matt Berkey um, Kyle you're at Kyle. Funny. Yep. We're at Rock Solid show I'm at Pat underscore Francis Again if you wanna win A copy of bright midnight uh just tell us the person that's sitting in this table right now that's 27 years old and please include your mailing address and send your answers to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com also don't forget that we will be at the san francisco sketch fest this year we'll be there january 20th and january 21st we're not going to put kyle at the back of the stage uh this year, so he looks like a child that uh, was told to stand in the corner. Uh, Wayne Fetterman will be with us School for one of the shows. Schoolboy in disgrace. Schoolboy uh, disgrace. Dave Holmes will be with us for one of those shows, and uh, yet to be announced guest. I don't want to announce the guest until these shows are actually live. Kinks. Uh, until you can buy. <laughs> until you can buy tickets.
2: Ninety-four.
1: Okay, Mario. This was fantastic.
2: I thank you, Pat. I am again, now
1: super stoked to do the next episode. This one. I did not want to see you again, but now that I've seen you, I'm excited to do the next one. Well, you know I'm what kidding. can I say? You know I'm kidding. Listen,
2: I love being here. I love talking. I love the Kinks. I like you. This is less that your wife has to hear. about I the like kinks. Kyle more, but I like you too.
1: We're gonna. Oh, I love you too. The Edge. Oh. Um, okay, we're gonna play out with uh, Edge of Tomorrow. You love that movie because you can see it. Tom Cruise over yeah, and over and over and over running. And I love Emily Blunt too. I love a buffed up Emily Blunt.
2: That's what I've heard about. I heard um, you like a buddy, blunt. But you know what
1: I do? I like to yeah, I like to roll the windows down and get out. To a blunt. Okay, we're gonna play. This is this is if if someone if you said name your top three or four Kink songs, this would be up
2: there every time. hmm
1: Might even if I said name your top two, this might be up there.
2: Not me, but yes, it's oh, okay. a good one.
1: Uh, this is a little lady. Thank you, Kyle. By the way. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Pat. Uh, this is Lola on Rock Solid.
0: I met her in a club. Down in North Soho, where you drink champagne And it tastes like Coca-Cola C-O-L-A, Cola She walked up to me and she asked me to dance I asked her her name and in a top voice she said,